Welcome to Geek Exploration, the podcast, where if we don't get all over the place, we don't belong in your face. I'm Ben Robinson. And I'm John Williams. Grab your two all-beef patties, special sauce, lettuce, cheese, pickles, onions on a sesame seed bun. We're talking fast food. Hey, Ben. Hey, John. How are you? I'm doing well. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun coming up with an intro there. There's a lot of good slogans to use. Um, they could have it their way. Run for the border. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're finger licking good. Mm, we are finger licking good. Yeah. We might get in trouble for that one these days, though. Today's uh, today's climate. Ear licking good. Yeah. <laughs> uh. So we are um, we're going away from the movies and the music and the cartoons and the comic books this week. And we're going to talk about something that touches everybody's lives for the most part, for the vast majority. Yeah. Um, maybe to their detriment. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're talking one of the most American topics. I think we've, we've brought up yet. Yeah. Yeah. This is a uniquely American invention that we have uh, successfully exported to the rest of the world. They keep, they kept calling us fat and uh, we're going to make them all fat so that they can't. Yeah, yeah. It'll become the normal thing. If you see somebody walking down the street who isn't fat, they're the weirdo. What the fuck is their problem? All skin and bones. Yeah. So from, uh, I mean, I imagine you were indoctrinated from a very early age, like most people our age group. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fast food was everywhere. The advertisement was thick. Like, you wanted it. You wanted that Happy Meal. They came with toys. Yeah, even something as simple as calling a kid's meal a happy meal. Yeah. And you know some focus group did that on purpose. Like, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't an accidental thing. Mom, do you want me to be sad? Yeah. Is that what you want? I want my, my McDonald's! I'm not going to be happy until I get it. They've got plastic Ninja Turtle figures. Yeah. Man, those figures, to, though. I, I will still go back every once in a while and buy a figure on eBay. Like I bought a Skeletor not too long ago. I feel like there was a, there was, there might've been a Bizarro, but maybe it was just Superman, but there was pretty much everything. Yeah. Yeah. I've got a whole set of Batman forever, like glass mugs that are all embossed with like characters on them. Nice. Yeah. Now that I have kids, it's frustrating. Like they're both, they're older, you know, they're like 10 and 12 now. And, uh, the boy still wants Happy Meals, not because the food, like it's not enough food for him. He's still hungry, but it becomes, it comes with some piece of shitty plastic garbage that he wants. Yeah. Because it's a free toy. Yeah. And it's, it's similar to Cracker Jacks too, where like when we were kids, the toys were quite a bit better. You know, when we were kids, we could get like fucking Transformers and shit and Happy Meals, you know, like, or you could get like the Hot Wheels or the Barbie one, or, you know, like get a legitimate action figure. And these days it's just like, it's just some little plastic doodad. I don't know. It doesn't have any moving parts or anything like that. Though some of them have like lights and say stuff now that they didn't when we were kids. Oh, okay. That's easier to do. But yeah, I remember the little fry transformers and shit. Yeah. And the hamburger that turned into like a dinosaur or some shit. I don't remember what they turned into, but I remember playing with that fry one for sure. And they, they used to have those little, uh, those chicken McNugget characters that, that had like different outfits. Like there was like a cowboy chicken McNugget, yeah. and like a police officer and shit. Those, those used to be mascots in the, in uh, the commercials too. 
I'd forgotten about those guys. Like McDonald's had the best commercial characters back in the day, like Birdie and Grimace and Hamburglar and yeah. fucking Mayor McCheese. Wasn't that from McDonald's? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's got a big cheeseburger head and a mayor's sash. Yeah. Yeah. And Ronald McDonald himself, like I heard that it's estimated that 96% of children in the world know who Ronald McDonald is. And the only Holy person shit. more recognizable is Santa Claus. Wow, really? I mean, that's what this thing said. That seems kind of absurd, but maybe not. I mean, I wonder what their survey size was because there's, I mean, McDonald's is pretty much everywhere. Yeah. And McDonald's is in any place where there are high concentration of people. Like I'm sure there's, there's, you know, indigenous people of areas where there, where there is no fast food or commerce and stuff, but I doubt that makes up a huge chunk of the population. They probably also weren't included in this survey. Oh yeah. Good call. They're probably not, you know, <laughs> taking a Jeep out into the middle of the African savanna or deep into the jungles of, of the Amazon <laughs> Yeah, to, to find some indigenous people and be like, hey, who's this guy? Yeah. Oh, you don't know? Huh. <laughs> give, us, give us a year or two. <laughs> it's coming soon. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I mean, fast food not only has been feeding us, but has been entertaining us since we were little kids with these, uh, with these characters. Although I can't think of anybody off the top of my head, like outside of McDonald's that successfully had characters beyond like the Taco Bell Chihuahua or like Wendy herself. Yeah. I mean, there's been like flash in the pan type things L like the Taco Bell Chihuahua was definitely huge. Like people had like Quiro Taco Bell t-shirts. Yo Quiero. It sounded like you said Yo Quiero. <laughs> Isn't it Quero? No, it's Quiero. Yo Quiero. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> I don't speak the Spanish. <laughs> anyway, I mean, th that was like a, a meme before memes were memes. Yeah, yeah. And and that shit was everywhere. And like Jack from Jack in the Box. Oh, been shit. a character for a while. And that, that actually was probably one of the bigger ones for sure. Cause, and those commercials were brilliantly written. Yeah. The, yeah. They definitely had some comedy gold in some of those. Yeah. Um, so let's go back to the beginning, Ben. Let's, let's talk about the, uh, the advent of our doom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the start of our fat. So fast food, it could be summed up as something along the lines of like food that can be prepared in mass quantities served quickly with usually no table service. As opposed to a restaurant, you just walk up to the counter, you order your food, and they give it to you. You're like, yeah, quickly. I'm, I'm out. Yep. Or through a drive-thru. Yeah. And I, I was kind of going over this when, when I was thinking about, like, what is the scope? I think we kind of talked about it a bit before the show. Like, is pizza fast food? Is gas station food fast food? See, I like, eh. I wonder if, you know, because we, we didn't really come up with an answer with the gas station food, but... I'm wondering if a distinction could be made uh, with gas station food that you don't actually order it yeah, it's at all. all. It's completely pre-prepared and you just grab it off of a heat shelf, which I mean, yeah, I guess it's the difference between you pulling it off the heat lamp tray and somebody else doing it. But <laughs> yeah, and I guess that uh, that would go back to some of the early days of what's of what some people consider fast food, which would it, it would it would kind of come down to if you consider like the old automats. 
from back in the day, yeah. fast food. Or like the old cafeterias, the old lunch counters where you'd walk up and they'd have them in like Macy's and stuff. Yeah. Where you'd walk up and you'd order and like the a lot of the food would be pre-made. They'd give it to you. But yeah, it was is not- Ikea fast food? I stuff stuff like I I wouldn't I wouldn't feel like that was fast food no those meatballs are good (laughs) they got like smoked salmon and shit I don't can't be fast food I don't care for the for the meatballs I'm I'm one of the weirdos um so I don't know what your research has told you but but I I uh I mean we're not really a research show but you know when you're looking into something that has existed for a century before we were or, or I mean you know a century now ish i guess the first white castle opened up in like 1921 there were some people who said white castle was the first fast food restaurant Mm -hmm. um and then the other one i saw cited a number of times was uh kirby's pig stand oh interesting dallas texas they also opened in 1921 and they were the first drive-in oh cool so you'd drive you know it was a stand you'd drive in and some you know a car hop would come out and uh take your order and uh, so that one's kind of been credited with the same, you know, and, and I, I wonder if if White Castle's distinction uh, comes around because it was, you know, it's still around, but it was also it's also credited as being the first chain, you know, like they opened yeah. the first ones that opened up multiple stores. Um, some people even say that the the advent of the fast food was in England in the uh, like 1860s with fish and chips. Because all of a sudden, due to the demand of of the workers and needing something quick, they would just take like parchment paper or like a paper bag and fill it with fried fish and fries. And then you could take it on the go. Yeah, well, I mean, street food, I, I don't know this for sure, but I imagine like street food in general has been around for ever. That would make sense. Yeah, I would. I mean, maybe not. I don't know if that's a modern thing, but I would imagine like ancient Rome, there was probably some people selling, you know whatever the hell ancient Romans ate off a little stand. That's that's interesting. You say that because that is actually factual, or at least when I was glossing over some factoids, it did say something about like either ancient Rome or ancient Greece. And I was like, fuck no, I'm not going back that far. Uh, uh-uh. yeah, no, that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. We're not talking about, you know, ancient Roman pig dick on a stick or whatever they used to. Eat. <laughs> yeah. When I was reading about, about white castle, it said it was like the second fast food. And I was like, wait, what's the first. And that's where fish and chips came about. But yeah, as far as American fast food goes, I think, I think it's generally except, but it could be like one of those things, like the, the inventor of the Philly cheese steak, you know, like there's two people who claim they did it first, like the event in or the, uh, the invention of the hamburger has the same thing. Selling people food quickly is not it's not a, a difficult leap there so yeah um i think the, the stuff i saw in white castle kind of mentioned that the reason a lot of people consider them the first fast food restaurant is because they kind of like streamlined their process yeah to get to get lo- large amounts of food out really fast so you'd get up there and you'd get your little tiny burger things yeah your little slider in you know a matter of seconds rather than minutes kind of thing now, you lived on the East Coast. Did you ever try White Castle? I never saw one. Uh, down in the South, where I was, they had Crystal instead, which is kind of, um, it's like the Southern version of White Castle. Does it have like, uh, what What makes it so analogous to White Castle? Because they have tiny little sliders that they steam their patties. And uh, it's not good. Oh. it's Yeah, it's not good at all. 
there's one on Bourbon Street in New Orleans. And the only reason to go there is because you're on Bourbon Street in New Orleans and it's three in the morning and you're super hammered and uh, you don't care what you eat. Yeah, they probably make a killing there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is always packed because it's one of the only things left open after like 2.30. So it's not something like Carl's Jr. out here with Hardee's out on the, in the rest of the country where it's like the same chain, the same everything except just a different name no they are totally separate oh, okay it'd be cool if the restaurant was made out like the like the fortress of solitude and the christopher reeve superman movies just crystals everywhere yeah. no no it's really trashy crystal and, castle uh, yeah it's not it's not that at all <laughs> <laughs> i mean most of my experience is the one on bourbon street and nothing is classy on bourbon street <laughs> i was just gonna say so- <laughs> The the Kirby's pig stand one, the guy that came up with the idea for the drive-in um, was uh, the J.G. Kirby guy. And he was often quoted as saying, people with cars are so lazy, they don't even want to get out of their cars to eat. So <laughs> he decided to open a restaurant to tailor to the, to their laziness. You know, and that was a smart idea. And it became such a such a huge American staple. Like if if you're if you're watching something that's a period piece. Oh yeah. The the girls on the roller skates, you know, coming to your car, the the car hops. Uh, like I it, w- when we find that time machine, that's absolutely on the list of things to do. We'll, have yeah. to, we'll probably have to steal a car. Pull up to like a building that looks like a giant hamburger or some shit cuz the, <laughs> cuz they, you know, they would or you'd have like the ice cream ones where it was a giant ice cream cone fucking in the 50s. Awesome. Yeah, they'd make it look like what they sold or a big pig or some shit. So that when you were driving by, you'd be like, that place sells pig. I'm going to stop there. Oh, man, the Bulldog Cafe and Rocketeer, man. That, yeah. That's scary now. The other thing I heard was they called them car hops because they were like originally like 13-year-old boys. And they would like race out and jump on the running boards of the cars. And whoever got to the oh. car first was the one that got to take the order and got to get the money. So they uh, they were hopping on cars. So they called them car hops. Interesting. Before they wised up and got got girls to do it instead. Well, yeah, yeah. Then they figured out that uh, young ladies in short skirts, you know, brought more customers in than filthy thirteen year old boys running and screaming at you. Yeah, smelling like sautéed <laughs> onions right before you're about to eat. Yeah, I can't imagine thirteen year old boys smelled any better in the twenties. <laughs> um. So. With our different types of fast food, you know, going back to what we consider fast food, like there's obviously the burger joints, you know, there, yeah. there's your McDonald's, your uh, Jack in the Box, Carl's Jr., Wendy's, In-N-Out, White Castle. Um, would we consider like a a Five Guys Yeah, fast food? I, I think they would qualify. They're like the classier end of fast food. They're like, mm-hmm. we're too cool for a drive-in and we're going to charge you $16 for a burger combo. Motherfuckers, but it is tasty fucking good yeah but uh yeah i think they're the classier end of fast food but they definitely are the kind of the same model i think they're they're actually closer to the classic model of fast food yeah we're like the og mcdonald's where you would walk up and order your burger and then walk away like the i was surprised the the first mcdonald's drive-through didn't happen until 1975 oh shit yeah i guess mcdonald's resisted drive-throughs they didn't like them they wanted to be a burger stand yeah, and the uh, and it wasn't until 1975 in Arizona because there was a military base, and from what I, they made mention that they couldn't go in in their uniform, and I don't know if that's like a military regu- like an army regulation or something, like hey, you can't go out and eat in your uniform or some shit. So the guy uh, that owned the place, the franchisee, busted the fucking wall out and was like, hey, just drive through, guys. Oh fuck yeah! But that wasn't the start of drive throughs oh, in general, right? No, no, yeah. drive. That was back in the 50s, right? 
No, back in 1931. Whoa, shit. Where a pig stand in California opened the first drive-thru. So you pig, and your pig stands, man. Yeah, yeah pig stand. Uh, we have them to blame for all of this. <laughs> it's all their fault. It's all your fault, JG Kirby. Yeah, it's it's that's really interesting. I didn't think about that um, as a concept, like the the drive-through being a, a what a bitch it is. Like it's it's just it's so standard, and I like to use it because I don't want to go get out of my car if I'm not going to be sitting there and eating. But man, what a pain in the fucking ass it can be. And it took a long time, I guess, for him to figure out how to do it right. Because, uh, like, the, the OG ones, like, that guy, he, I mean, basically, you would drive up, the cook would le- would come out the door and be like, what you want? And then go and cook it and be like, here you go. Whereas, like, the in and out in 1948, I want to say, the same year McDonald's opened, was the first burger drive-in, or oh, drive-through, okay. burger drive-through stand. And on their website, um, I'm going to call them out here, it says, like, we were the, it was the first you know, drive through burger stand in California. And it was barely 10 square feet. And and I read that and I was like, bullshit. Yeah, that I bullshit. There's no way it's 10 square feet. That would be like two feet by five feet. Yeah, I heard that as well. And I, I sort of just took it as like 10 feet squared. I think that's what it is. Because I looked at some pictures and 10 feet square looks like that's more reasonable. But that's 100 square feet. That's yeah, a, that's a, a feet square. And, you know, Square feet. Square feet are very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is significantly different. So I guess they can make burgers, but they don't know how to measure things. But yeah, I mean, it wasn't it wasn't a restaurant at all. It was just a drive through stand. Yep, that's all you could do. And I guess it's still there. Like, like, I think it got knocked down and they rebuilt like a replica and it's like behind a fence. Motherfuckers. But it's got an actual in and out right across the street. Yeah. So you can go to the, you can go to, you can go there and get in and out, just not at the old stand. I've been to the original KFC in uh, in Salt Lake City, or back when I lived in Utah in like 2000. That's where the original KFC yeah. was? It wasn't like in the Kentucky? Fir- the first restaurant, because uh, Harlan Sanders went around, sorry, Colonel Sanders. I'm, we're buddies, yeah, so I can call him Harlan. First name basis? Yeah, my, my old buddy Hal. He like traveled around with the recipe for years. Yeah, I remember hearing looking that. for that or looking for the thing. And then he finally sold his uh, his recipe. But yeah, the first stand was opened up in uh, or the first restaurant in Salt Lake City. No shit. Yeah, in like the early 50s. I would never have guessed that. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I feel like I saw one in Southern California when I was going to college down there that claimed to be the first one. And I was like, that 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 doesn't seem accurate to me. There's a lot of dubious claims in fast food. I feel like there was also some sort of claim about that, that KFC in particular, or no, maybe it was KFC in general that I should have followed up on this because I'd never even thought of it until just now. But there was some claim that like Colonel Sanders would never turn away somebody in need of food or something. So if you were like, I don't know if it was homeless or if you were just starving and you went into a KFC and you're like, hey, whatever you know you didn't have any money that they would like give you something like a piece of chicken or like a chicken and a biscuit or something oh and it was like I, some like yeah. backpackers secret well, that's cool or like urban backpacker i guess that's kind of shit that worked before the internet where like something could go by and, and kind of stay low-key now it would just be like everyone would be pulling up to the drive-thru and their mercedes being like oh i don't got any money yeah Can i have some of that free chicken so what do you look for in a fast food burger my, I, I like I like them fairly simple. Um, I don't like them mess, mussied up with like uh, lettuce and tomato 
because uh, portobello mushrooms. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily dislike lettuce or tomato necessarily. I just don't think they add anything to the burger that's worth having there. Like all it does is detract from the other flavors with uh, chlorophyll flavor and whatever tomatoes taste like. Yeah, you and I have been on that same kick for for I mean as as long as we've known each other, as long as we've been eating burgers in the same room. Um, people have given us shit about that because yeah, we like we like a plain burger. Yeah. Fucking lettuce does not have any actual flavor. Yeah, you know, I I do enjoy shredded lettuce in a taco, but I don't want it on my burger. I don't want it on my sandwich. I don't need tomato. I want some meat and some cheese and a bun. If it's a McDonald's burger and there's some ketchup, mustard, and onions, cool. But if I'm going to if I'm going to In and Out, I just want a bun with a burger patty or two and a couple slices of American cheese, and I am. Good. Yeah, as I matured, <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I definitely li- like I like onions on my burgers. I used to hate onions, especially uh, McDonald's used to piss me off because they do those little tiny diced onions. And yeah, the rehydrated real, onions. Yeah, they're a real pain in the ass to get off. Um, and I've even come around to a, a, a pickle or two. Like I'm not gonna pick a I'm not gonna pull a pickle off my burger, but uh, I think I generally would prefer it not to be there. Yeah, if I forget to to order my McDonald's cheeseburger without pickle, I will pick it off and eat it. I'll I'll I'd love to eat a pickle on its own. I just don't want it on my sandwich. Yeah. And uh but like I like bacon and uh ketchup, mustard, those are all fine. Like the western bacon mm-hmm. from Carl's Jr. with the onion ring and shit on it. They've got the spicy one now with jalapenos and pepper jack cheese. That thing is fucking good. See, that is a classic there. I remember when that first came out when we were like teenagers and I ate so many of those that I fucking burned myself out on it. Like to this day, I still can't eat one. I ate a shit ton of those. You know, what's interesting is the McDonald's cheeseburger. You know, some people probably don't like it. They probably think it's too simple, too cheap, too cardboardy. And I, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're wrong, but I still just, I really love the flavor. It's a classic flavor. It brings back memories. Tastes like nostalgia. Yeah. But I feel like I tried once to put bacon on it myself and it didn't taste right. Like it, it seemed wrong to have bacon on a McDonald's cheeseburger, even though if I'm getting like a burger at a restaurant, it is 100% going to be a bacon cheeseburger. I love like thick pepper bacon on my burger. Well, and that's that's kind of the way it is, though. Like, the, these are the tastes of your childhood and the tastes that you're used to. It's like, you know, chicken, you know, chicken McNuggets taste like chicken McNuggets. And if mm-hmm. you, you know, if you want chicken nuggets in general, there's probably better ones here and there. But uh, if you want a chicken McNugget, there is only one place to get one. Yeah, fuck you. There's no better nugget. Mm. Oh, they're definitely better nuggets. Oh, fuck off. Name one. Wendy's spicy chicken nuggets. Get the Those things fuck are fucking out of here. Better. You get out of my house Way right now. Better. Uh-uh. Those uh the the Burger King used to have one that was really good. The chicken tenders? Well, no, the ch- they're the, chicken nuggets. Or the, the little crowns? Or are you talking about the one that was trying to ape McDonald's? No, it was the one before that one. I really liked Burger King's. Holy I can't remember shit. what they were. They were like uh they got those chicken fries. Those chicken fries are pretty good. Yeah. But they uh they had one it was like it was like, like a spicy nugget. It had like a, a lot more seasoning and flavor on it. And they were my jam. Like I'm, those were good. And then they then right after that they did the fake McNugget where they were just totally trying to be chicken McNuggets yeah. and uh I, See, I never turned me off. I never tried those. Um I was a fan of the chicken tender growing up. I liked the seasoning on it and it went really well with their barbecue sauce. 
Um, but Burger King to me is just, it's so either inconsistent or consistently bad. Like talking about burgers, I fucking hate the Whopper. I hate the shit out of the Whopper. I also hate that you have to order it with cheese. Like you have to specify that you want it with cheese. Like I'm not, a, I'm not some kind of animal. Of course I want cheese on my burger. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> growing up in my family, you know, like McDonald's was a staple, but every once in a while, everybody would want Whoppers and uh, talking about, you know, all the extra produce and shit on there. Like I, I hated how the Whopper, well, the, the patty itself tasted different. I didn't like it. I didn't like that, that frame flame broiled flavor. It's got all those weird little things that look like, like zits or something on them. They got oh, like, really? like the weird little dimple looking things all over their meat. It's yeah. like, what is that? Like, is it just like fat bubbles that have deflated or something? I don't know what the hell they are, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Burger King. I don't, I can't remember the last time I went to Burger King. I'm just, I'm, I'm over it. They don't have anything great. Yeah. I feel like the last time I went to Burger King was like three years ago when they were doing hot dogs. It could have been longer than three years ago, but I remember getting a chili dog and it wasn't bad, but you know, for some reason with, with Whoppers, like even after I took off all the produce and shit, it felt, or it tasted like the, the stuff lingered. Like I could still taste the lettuce and tomato and onion on there. And it was really fucking annoying. And they frequently put like way too much mayonnaise and shit on there. So it's like oozing out and the, it doesn't have good like cohesiveness. Like the bun's always trying to slip off and shit. And it's just, I don't know. It's just not worth the effort to eat something that's that mediocre. Yeah. Fuck the Whopper and kind of fuck Burger King. I mean, I remember for a little bit, they had a fry that was my favorite fry in the world. I think it it, it was high school. Is that when it was? Because I remember our buddy James worked there and would give them to us for free. And they had Mr. Potato Head as like their spokesman <laughs> from the Toy Story movies. Awesome. And uh, yeah, no, those fries were excellent. And then, you know what they did after that? Changed their fries to try and be like McDonald's fries. Yeah. And uh, and it ruined it for me. Yeah. You know, if you can't be your own thing, quit trying to be McDonald's. McDonald's is going to do it better than yeah. you are. They're going to be a better McDonald's than you are Burger King. Yeah. Be the best Burger King you can be. And I don't know, excel, find a way to excel that isn't ripping somebody else off and find a way that you can be consistent with your own product. Like all of a sudden fucking chili dogs at Burger King. That's weird. I tried it out of like morbid curiosity. Consistency is important too. Like McDonald's does a good job with consistency. Yeah. I I think Chick-fil-A is probably the most consistent fast food place I've ever been to. It's it's always, and they got a small, simple menu, so it's always the same. Yep. I mean, same thing with In-N-Out. You know exactly what you're getting, and whether you're here or in Chicago, it's going to taste exactly the same. Except I don't think there's any In-N-Outs in Chicago. Oh, yeah, no shit. It's just Nevada, Arizona, <laughs> and California. That's right. Oh, they haven't gotten out to Utah? Shit. I'm kind of surprised by that because because of the Mormon population out here. Like, I'm surprised that, that they wouldn't have taken it to Utah. Like, I, I mean, I don't think like, oh, In-N-Out's totally staffed by Mormons, but I've known a lot of Mormon kids that worked for In-N-Out. I know they, they've got like that Bible verse thing on the bottom of the cup. Oh, yeah. Are they, are, are they Mormon or are they just? I don't think they are. Generic Judeo-Christian something or other. Yeah. Abrahamic religion of some variety. <laughs> so I guess uh, outside of burgers, the, 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 the clear next thing to talk about is fries. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is, uh, what's a burger without some fries on the side? No shit. I mean, if it's, if it's an in and out burger, I'm okay with it. Cause I mean, not to start off on a negative bent, but I, I feel like you feel the same way as me. 
in and out fries fucking suck. Yeah, people love those things. Like I've come around to them to like if they're like piping hot, super fresh, and uh, you know they kind of go with the whole thing. It's like, like we were saying with chicken nuggets, In and Out kind of has a flavor. Yeah, that all of their stuff kind of has, and so it's kind of a unit. But uh, there's no way if I was to like, you know, hey, would you like some fries? What fries would you like? It would never, ever, ever be in and outs fries. They taste like styrofoam. And uh, at least they started salting them. When we were younger, they didn't salt their fries. And that pissed me off so bad because I was like, I'm, I'm insulted by a fucking fry that I have to salt myself. Like, it's a fry. Put some fucking salt on it. But yeah, they were just, they were cardboard. And, and. I, I don't get it. The consistency was bad. And before anyone chimes in to say this, fuck your animal style. I shouldn't need to do something fucking animal style to make a fry tolerable and animal style fucking sucks. So for all of our listeners that aren't in California, Nevada or Arizona, oh, John, yeah. <laughs> let them know what animal style means. Animal style is essentially throwing some, I mean, and the, the people who do know about in and out are probably going to be pissed at my, my description. It's like throwing some chunky, relishy fucking Thousand Island all over your fries. Yeah, and maybe some eat, cheese, too. Is there cheese eat, on the fries when it's animal style? I don't know. I don't get animal style, so yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, and now you got to eat your fries with a fork. And the only good reason to do that is if there's chili all over them. Yes. Yeah, chili fries. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. And Wendy's is the same way, where they were really inconsistent, where sometimes they would salt them, sometimes they wouldn't, sometimes they would, like, it would be mostly salt. Yeah, that is true. I don't know, like, they must not have a salting the fries portion in their training manual, because it's all up to whatever the fry cook's doing there, and there's no sort of consistency to it, and their fries are garbage after five minutes. Oh, yeah, 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 you have to have them fresh, or you have to have some chili on the side to dip them in yeah oh they do have a thing now where they've got like a a, like a chili it's like a chili jalapeno cheese fry thing interesting and it's pretty fucking good or maybe wendy's problem like if if what i know from people who have worked at wendy's maybe it's just a supervision problem and a pride problem because they uh i'm i'm pretty sure you could do some some pretty heavy drugs and work at wendy's no problem so (laughs) maybe they're just not paying attention to the uh to the amount of salt they're putting on i think that's true with a lot of fast food yeah. With the exception of Chick-fil-A. Like Chick-fil-A's employees always seem to have their shit together. I don't know. And same thing with In-N-Out. Like, yeah. I think they pay them like 15 or 16 bucks an hour too. Yeah. I, I put Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out in kind of their own category. Like they are elevated from your standard don't give a shit fast food joint. Yeah. Like speaking of giving a shit, if you have to take a shit and your only option is a fast food restaurant, either one of those is a solid <laughs> bet because they keep those bathrooms nice and clean. I've been in some Wendy's where- you know, some other, many other fast food restaurants where you go in the bathroom and you're just like, holy shit, this is, this is gross. Man, Angelina's going to start having a panic attack if she's listening to this. But yeah, they, they've got consistently good bathrooms. And so if, if you're on, driving down the street and you see a Chick-fil-A and you got to take a shit and it's not That's Sunday, the place to do it. <laughs> no shit. It's, like, it's a solid spot. And then you, you've got, you've got fries like Carl's Jr. has the Chris Cut fries. Yep. And then Jack in the Box and Arby's have the curly fries, the seasoned fries. Ooh, I love those curly fries. Yeah, man. I fucking went and got some Arby's today because I, I did some research today. I, I hadn't had fast food in months since the whole quarantine started. Um, so I got McDonald's for breakfast and then I got, uh, I wasn't sure whether to get Taco Bell or Arby's for lunch. So I got both. 
Um, got me a roast beef sando and some curly fries and a Mexican pizza. And I feel like a disgusting fat asshole right now. Well, you're going to have to stop by Chick-fil-A later because you definitely got a turd brewing after all that. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Arby's curly fries are the best. I think they, I think that is my top fry for sure. My daughter, she doesn't like French fries. Yeah, she kick doesn't her like out. any potato stuff except for Arby's curly fries. Oh, shit. It's okay. the lunch so... She's got some saving grace there. Acceptable. That would be like a kid saying, I hate comic books, except for Superman. Yeah. All right. Though, though uh, that said, she did uh, walk out halfway through Back to the Future last night. Nope. Oh, you know. No, nope, she's dead to me. I, I just, I don't know what to do with that kid. Yeah. What the <laughs> fuck? So, um, the one thing that I've wondered about Wendy's is, uh, I heard a while ago, this company, Lamb Weston, makes most of the French fries. Mm-hmm. In uh, for most of the fast food places, and they have a uh, a thing they spray on it. It's like a starchy chemical, you know. It's not chemical, but like I mean, it does have chemicals like dextrose and a bunch of other shit in it, like ten different things uh, called um, crispy coat Ew. that they developed in the early nineties, I think. But the purpose is to keep your fries delicious and crispy for up to fifteen minutes. Okay, and uh, maybe Wendy's doesn't use that. And that's why their fries are garbage after five. I don't know. Yeah, they go super flimsy, super quick. Yeah, it's weird. And so, and, and I and I, the, I heard about this originally because there's a story on NPR. Because right now, due to the you know food delivery boom, you know if you order some McDonald's or something, it, it might be thirty minutes before you get your fries, and yep. everyone's fries are showing up shitty. I mean, even if you've ordered like Red Robin or Anywhere where you order fries from a restaurant and they get delivered to your house, they're almost always crap by the time they get to your house. Yep. And they're working on one now that they think, you know, it's like a packaging and spray combined, like a special box that they go in that should keep your fries warm and crispy for up to an hour. Interesting. And like, I like that idea because I like if the fact that I order some fries to my house that they're still delicious, but like what? What are they putting all over these fries? That <laughs> Yeah, no shit. I mean, that's kind of the thing about picking up your food is like you always have like the my bag just got in my car. I'm going to take a couple fries right now while they're super hot and fresh. Yeah, at least get a couple yeah. at their at their peak. Because then if you try them right then and they suck, you could you would have a case for for getting some new ones. But you certainly can't tell Grubhub you, you want your money back because your fries were not piping hot and crispy. Yeah, there was an old podcast I used to listen to called uh, How to Do Everything. And uh, one of their things was how to keep your fries crispy. Mm -hmm. And they tested it out. And I guess the, the best way to do it is to take your fries, put them right up against your the vent in your car, and blast full heat into them. Because it keeps the, the uh, you know, it's, it's, moisture is really what gets them all soggy. And so it's got hot, dry air going through them. It keeps them warm and keeps them from, you know... Um, leaching too much moisture or it's doing something but supposedly it it works fairly well so if uh, yeah well you, you want to make your car really hot and smell like fry oil yeah it's like a, it's like fucking 102 degrees today so no thank you or you can just eat all your fries on the way home yeah which often happens that's the way my wife does it she eats all of her fries first and then eats her burger like even when it's all at home yep Oh, get the fuck out of here yeah no you gotta have the mix man and one one more little uh little touch on wendy's fries Man, I'm I am coming off like a grouchy old prick today, but keep those fucking things out of your frosty and don't tell me it's good. Fuck you, it's delicious. I dip oh, the shit out of fuck. my fries in my frosty. That's that is because once the fries turn crappy, that's 
the next best way to make them bearable. <laughs> I don't want anything in my milkshakes or frosties. Um, so next up, of course, now once you once you talked burgers and fries, what's the next logical step? I mean, if you want to make it a meal, it's a drink, right? Oh no, <laughs> no. I mean, Coca Cola, Pepsi, great. We talked about it. No, Barf. it's it's the taco. Is that the next logical step? Okay. Yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll I mean, run if, with that. if we're talking f- fast food categories, uh, like yes. I thought you were going to go to tacos after burgers, but fries totally makes sense. I mean, we could talk nuggets, but I think we already talked nuggets. The chicken McNugget is the best. We decided it together. It, it is, it is, and always has been the greatest. <laughs> um, at least in my opinion with McDonald's barbecue sauce. So there's the big two and it's Taco Bell and it's Del Taco. Ah, and here's the thing I learned moving out east. There's not, it's not Del Taco out there. There's no Del Taco. Is it just Taco Bell or is there something else like a, a Del Taco? Oh, no, no. Analog? I mean, at least in this, in the, in the South, um, they do not do Mexican food. Well, Mexican food is, is terrible in like Texas does it. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, cause at least Texas is reasonably nearby. Once you don't share a border with Mexico anymore, I think uh, your Mexican food drops quality drops dramatically. Like there was a place uh, that I found in Florida that was, well, that was pretty good. And that was it, but it was like a legit taqueria. I didn't see any Del Tacos until we moved to Houston. We came that far back and there was one of them in Houston and it closed down like two months after I moved there. Oh no. So Del Taco is not as uh, pervasive as Taco Bell is. Well, and I remember uh, when you came back for a visit or something like that was on your list of things to do. Like you wanted a carnitas burrito from oh, somewhere yeah. out here. Didn't matter where it was from. Yeah. Cause we, we've got good ass taquerias out here. Oh yeah. Loads of them. We just ate at one last night. One that's right up the street, uh, Taqueria Garibaldi. Oh, Go give good. them your business. Oh, you've been there? Uh, not the one here, but I've been to the one off Arden. Oh shit. I didn't know it was a chain. Yeah. It, it was tasty and clean and I forgot to tip them. So I had to go back and tip them. What a gentleman. Yeah. But everything was, was done very well. So the one, one thing that, that I remember from our history together is, uh, I don't think you have a problem with Taco Bell, right? Uh, my, my bowels do. Oh, okay. Like my, my body does not get along with Taco Bell. I, I will eat Taco Bell. It's, it's good. It's not, it's not amazing, but, uh, like I like eating Taco Bell, but, uh, it usually tears me up. Okay. But you are legitimately a fan of Del Taco. Yes, I am. And you are possibly the only person I've ever met who like, I remember when we used to sit in your parents' garage and get stoned. Like there, I mean, there wasn't a Taco Bell nearby back then anyway, but it was always just like, all right, let's get Del Taco. And I was always secretly disappointed because I am such a huge fan of Taco Bell. I'm definitely not a huge fan of Taco Bell. Like I'll oh, eat man. Taco Bell. It's, it's okay. But uh, I mean, given the choice, my Mexican food preference is uh, like street taco, uh, taqueria kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, with just some some meat and cilantro and Which onions I think and sauce. Still, kind of qualifies as fast food to a degree. I mean, you walk up to a counter, you order some stuff, you walk away. You know, taco trucks are great. Yeah, um, they, like that is my Mexican food taco jam right there. Yeah, and and for years until recently, and and this is probably not going to be super meaningful to most people because I don't think most places have gym boys. But I remember oh, interesting. growing up and thinking, Jim Boys, I don't like Jim Boys. They're not that good. Like, you know, that, like it was, that was in my brain until like three months ago. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I'd rather not eat at Jim Boys. It's kind of like, it's kind of like Taco Bell for me where it's like, it's okay, but uh, 
you know, there's better stuff. I don't crave around. it. Yeah. And then uh, I went and ate it at Jim Boys because the guy I was working with, a buddy of mine, is uh, can't eat gluten. And so he eats there all the time because they don't have any gluten in their, in any of their shells. Oh, cool. So he can eat there safely. And uh, shit, it was pretty damn good. They put like fucking cheese and shit on the shell. And- yeah, it's Parmesan cheese. Like my, my yeah. mom's taco, which we, we've talked about not on the show, but personally in the past, who's insane. I mean, her, her taco is actually modeled on a Jim Boy's taco. So all of a sudden, like once you realize that Jim Boy's tacos are good, you're like, oh, the Parmesan cheese on the outside isn't that crazy. No, and it's good. Like, it's, I mean, I, I got, I ate it there and I was like, holy shit, this is a lot. Like, why didn't I think I liked this? This is pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, like I would definitely eat this over Taco Bell. It's been forever since I've had a Jim Boy's taco. Same here. But so, I mean, when, when I get a craving for Taco Bell, like nothing satisfies it, especially not Del Taco, but. Well, yeah, when you get a craving for flavored cardboard, Real meat's not going to cut it, right? <laughs> uh, I mean, <laughs> I fucking love that Mexican pizza. I love that taco, that bean burrito, their potato griller. I, I, when I was a kid, that double-decker taco. Oh, that, that was my jam. Oh, man. Cause, and they don't make it anymore. Nope. You, you can have them make it, but you get charged for like each individual component. Which is bullshit because it's essentially a gordita with beans instead of – or, you know, the – with the cheesy gordita crunch or whatever, except it's got a thinner tortilla and beans instead of cheese. Like, why would I have to pay more than that? It's about the same fucking thing, you guys. Yeah. Some places are nice and they'll, and they'll, they'll finagle it because I know Angelina still has people do it, but like, honestly, I don't like doing that. I don't want to, I don't want to bother those people. Oh, can I get this and this and this, but none of this and some of this. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to, I don't want to bug them. And the last time I went to Taco Bell, um, I went there and, and asked for a double decker taco and the guy's like, nope, we can't make that. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean you can't make it? I'm like, no, we, we, you know, we don't get something. Like, All right. So I ordered something else. And then, uh, we, we, my dad and I stopped by cause we had like a meeting in 45 minutes when I got run by Taco Bell, grab some food, go to the meeting. Uh, yeah, we were there for 35 minutes and, uh, food never came out and we just said we'd already paid for it. We just said, fuck it and left. What? Yeah, I don't know what the hell was going on. They they weren't even that busy. I I wasn't sure what was going on. I kept asking the guy, and he was just like, "Oh, it's coming." Right, oh, well, okay. You know, so you were at least checking in. You didn't just sit there quietly for thirty five minutes. Yeah, you know me. I'm not just going to sit there and stare at him for thirty five minutes. That's why the listener can't see it, but that's why I was really confused when I was watching you tell this story. No, they just kept saying it was coming, and then we just said "fuck it" and had to leave. And so my last Taco Bell experience was pretty poor. Yeah, well, for, and for those people who don't have Del Taco. On the other end, of hand, or on the other hand, they have like they've got burritos and tacos and nachos and all the normal shit, but they also have burgers and fries, which is weird. Yeah, and you can get like a taco, me- like a meal, with like you know, like a burrito, a taco, a drink, and fries on the side. Yeah, and the fries are good. They got big ass crinkle cut fries. Yeah, those, tasty fries. Those fries are good. So while we're on the topic of Mexican food, one of the things I wanted to bring up was uh, the bear toes. Oh. Oh, yes. So, so I was like, bear's toes. I was like, I know no, a bear claws a donut. No, so in California, there is an interesting phenomenon that I don't, that I think is, is definitely local to us is uh, the bear toes Mexican restaurants. And so up here in Sacramento, you know, the big original one was at Alberto's. Mm-hmm. And at Alberto's was all over the place. It's like a drive through, you're drunk, kind of slop fucking Mexican food. It's not great. Yeah, cheap taqueria. But yeah, they are, yeah, they got a drive through. They're open 24 hours a day. So you can roll through there at 3.30 in the morning. Or you can have your sober friend roll through there for you. 
when yes, you're drunk. Yes, that is exactly how that usually works. But they were all over the place. I guess there was, you know, I think when we, we were in like high school, maybe there was a divorce somewhere and Carolina's split off. Yeah. Which was the odd one because since then, the brothers of that family have and cousins have kind of split off. And like every time there's a dispute, they split off and a new Bertos opens up. So there's Ad Albertos, mm-hmm. there's Ad Anbertos, yep. there's Ad Arbertos. Yep. And I and I looked into it because I was curious. I was like, all right, this is a fucking weird phenomenon because you see them popping up. There's one in Folsom where we grew up. Right next to the gym boys. Yes. That ha- that has Ad Arbertos written on one side and Ad, Ad Anbertos written on the other. It has yeah. two different names on it. That was the first Ad Anbertos <laughs> I had ever seen. Because <laughs> it's gone through so many changes that it has two different names on the same restaurant. And they're the exact same restaurant. They're Inside re- and out, the menu, everything is the same. The, the, you know, the, the, you know, the styling of the menu, the content of the menu, the whole everything is the same. And so I was like, this is weird. So I wanted to like look into it a little bit more to figure out like, okay, so what's going on behind the scenes here? And apparently it goes back to like the 90s where there was an original restaurant in San Diego called Roberto's. Oh, interesting. And so, and it was, this guy ran it and uh, he died and he had two sons, Roberto and Alberto, and uh, they didn't get along. So one had Roberto's, one went and made Alberto's. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was just that like that family's restaurant and they, they just kept having schisms here and there. So uh, you go up and down California, like it's here, it's all add al, add on, add an, add our Bertos. But up and down California, you see Bertos Mexican restaurants that are the same. There's like Filibertos and, uh, you know, Roma Bertos and Ram Bertos. What the fuck? Like there's like a hundred different varieties of Bertos restaurants, all of them exactly the fucking same. I hope there's a like Jim Bertos. There may be. That would make me happy. There's, there's just Bertos. There's a fucking, there's, there's just, Dozens of them. I remember there was there was one um, in uh, Orangevale that had split off. It, it might have been a split from Carolinas because it wasn't Alberto, but it was Rodrigo's. Oh yeah, that was the first one I'd ever seen that wasn't at Alberto's or Carolinas. Yeah, and was still the exact fucking exact same. same. And uh, none of them are really that great. They're all subpar. Okay, they're it, it's good drunk food. Yeah, yeah, they have great supernatra supernatra. Or I mean. Yes, great greasy drunk food super nachos, and they had a breakfast burrito there that I would get all the time. It's hard to fuck a breakfast burrito up. Yeah, put eggs and potatoes and ham and cheese in there, you're good. Yeah. Oh, man, I didn't even think to throw those into the discussion. I was just like, oh, yeah, there's there's two Mexican places. Yeah, so, the, and the, I mean, it's pretty local to here, but I I thought that was an interesting enough story behind those. Yeah. Because <laughs> they if you ever come to California and you're not from here, you'll see Berto's restaurants. All over the fucking place. And they're all the same. Jason Jason Cole compliments us on our research and Ben's all of a sudden a fucking investigative reporter Lois Lane over here yeah, going I've, for his Pulitzer. I, I've, I've wondered about that one for a long time. Yeah. And so I Googled it and uh, I mean, it didn't take long to figure that out. Um, let's see. So after Mexican, I mean, we've sort of got some of the outliers like we've got stuff like I mean, this would go back to the cafeteria style. We've got like your Boston market. Oh, man, I haven't been to Boston Market in a long time. Yeah, I really want I think there's still one in Roseville. Yeah, it's like the closest thing to like home-cooked fast food I can think of. Yeah, I remember when we had that one in Folsom, like their mashed potatoes and ham when they had ham year-round back then, and their little cornbread mini loafs. Little turkey dinner that they had. Yeah. Oh, that was good. Yeah, that, that shit's tasty. And because it was kind of like home-spun, like it was a turkey dinner, so like you feel like you're eating something healthy. 
Yes, even though it's cafeteria fare, like it was elevated cafeteria fare. It, it wasn't like a like a TV dinner. Um, but yeah, yeah, you you do feel like like it's a home cooked meal. Um, we've also got the the, uh, the stuff like Panda Express, the Asian food again, cafeteria style. I do not like Panda Express. Really, it, it it's another one of those ones that just I've I've never gone to Panda Express and not had diarrhea afterwards. <laughs> not a single time. You just need to eat it more. You need to condition yourself. Nope, nope. It's just it. There's Chinese food is always so fast anyway. Yeah. That, uh, you know, there's all kinds of small places where they've got like little pictures on the window where you can walk in and walk out with stuff or even like a sit down Chinese restaurant. Like it's one of the few places I can eat, like go to lunch and eat like at a sit down restaurant and be back to work in time because that shit comes out like immediately. It's ridiculous how fast it comes out. Yeah. It's like, it's like it's there and they just need to kiss it in a hot pan. Yeah. And, uh, so, you know, there's no reason for me to ever go to a Panda Express. Well, and then one other thing that, that, um, is definitely fast food, but it's still, it's also kind of an outline, um, is what we mentioned before with, with fries is Arby's like they don't do burgers, but they do, they do sandwiches, but it's still definitely fast food. Yeah. And it is, uh, I think they think they're classier than they are. (laughs) Yeah. I think they're, they're like, Hey, we're a deli. You're not a fucking deli. You're an Arby's. Yeah. Well, especially when they, I mean, I don't know if they do it anymore because, you know, the, the, when I went to Arby's earlier today, that was the first time. And I, I was trying to think about it. I think it's been about seven years since I've been to an Arby's and I used to, I mean, you, you remember me from my twenties when I used to drink very heavily, I would, I mean, this is fucking disgusting. I mean, th- this goes for Arby's as well as, you know, Taco Bell and McDonald's. Like I would show up at a friend's house for a night of drinking and I hadn't had dinner yet. And I had purchased enough for two giant meals so I could eat, you know, a shit ton of chicken McNuggets or roast beef before I started drinking and then still have another meal for like three in the morning once everybody's passed out and I'm hammered and I want some food. It was utterly disgusting. That's why I was such a giant, gross beast of a man. Ugh. But still love that roast beef. It tastes exactly the same. Arby's roast beef is the reason I go to Arby's generally. Back then, though, they had the five for five. Yep. You could get five roast beef sandwiches for five bucks. And uh, that was appropriately priced, I feel. Yeah. And now they're like three to four bucks e- or five bucks. Oh, each. yeah. They're yeah. fucking it's, nuts. Before tax, it's four nineteen on the menu for one single roast beef sandwich. Yeah, that's they're insane. Not even close to being worth that. Yeah. Like, I remember for a while they went to like five for ten. I remember when it stepped down to like three for five. Yeah. And, and even with that, you had to have a coupon. But I, uh, what, I, what I was going to get at before when we were talking about them thinking they're classy is they at least used to do those like market fresh sandwiches or something where it was actual. I was on like sliced bread. Yeah. And it was like a fancy turkey sandwich or pastrami or something. I've had their Reuben. It was OK. But the price of it, like you could have gone to a deli and got a, a proper Reuben. Yeah. For the same price. And it would have been better. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm not upset that I didn't have Arby's for all those years, but I'm happy I did it. I don't think I'm going to go back, but in the name of research, it was worth the price. I mean, it's, it saddens me though, because the roast beef sandwich with some Arby's sauce on it is just so good. Yeah. But it's not four fucking dollars good. So sorry, Arby's, you're wrong. (laughs) <laughs> now i guess one one other category that we have to touch on since we're going categories but i feel like we're going to oh shit 
I'm hoping, to, I'm, I'm just hoping this is the right category. You're raising I'm, your hand. Oh, I feel, I feel like it's not. Oh, I don't know. Oh, geez. To the listeners, Ben just like put his hands yeah. up like, what? Well, 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 of course. It. What the fuck? Breakfast. Oh, no, that's not it. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So some fast food places do breakfast. Some don't. Um, <laughs> that's true. Man, that's breakfast. No, I mean, McDonald's is 100% my favorite place for breakfast. I remember... I mean, that, that is childhood memories for me. Like I I had a paper route when I was a kid and my dad would, would drive me around on it. And I, you know, especially on like uh, Saturdays, you know, bigger paper, more, more, uh, subscribers. After that, we'd always either, we'd either go to a breakfast restaurant or we'd go to McDonald's and get the egg McMuffin hash Brown breakfast burritos. Uh, Nothing beats that for me. That's actually what I got for breakfast this morning. Yeah, no, McDonald's breakfast is the main reason I go to McDonald's because otherwise most of their other stuff, as far as I'm concerned, is not, I could get something better somewhere else. Except chicken McNuggets. But their, uh, their breakfast is solid. Like the, I, I get the sausage McMuffin with egg generally. Okay. Uh, cause I like their sausage probably cause it's completely packed full of sugar. <laughs> yeah. It like, is a sweet one, but it it's a, also got some good spice to it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's tasty. So, and like, and of late they've, they've got the, you know, two for four bucks in the morning. See, and they always have those fucking deals for the sausage sandwiches, but never for the regular Egg McMuffin. And it drives me bonkers because I love a good deal, but I love an Egg McMuffin more. Probably because you can't make Canadian bacon with like snouts. Yeah. (laughs) But you can make all the sausage you want out of snouts (laughs) and hooves. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that I was really stoked about with my breakfast and the rest of the fast food I had today was everything was prepared well. Like sometimes you can get an egg McMuffin and it's falling apart and the, the muffins cold, the cheese isn't melted. And it's just, it's just a piece of shit. Oh yeah. The muffins all fucking hard. Yeah. But my breakfast this morning was fucking top notch. I was so glad that after so long, you know, that I had a proper breakfast. And I remember, I remember for years saying if McDonald's did all day breakfast, they would get so much more of my money. And they really haven't gotten a whole lot more. And I think maybe it's because of availability and it, it does come out shitty if you get it at night. You know, I also said the same thing. I was like, man, McDonald's should serve breakfast all day like Jack in the Box. What the fuck's wrong with these guys? And um, I'm, I'm going to go on the record here and say I was wrong and I wish they'd never done it. And if I had if I had a time machine and I could change, I might go back and change that because they ruined fast food breakfast. See, I, I will. I don't really get the Egg McMuffin at night anymore, but I will get breakfast burritos. They still do those okay. Yeah, well, so one of the important things that came along with their all-day breakfast was a uh, big old fucking price spike in breakfast. Good call. Like, all of a sudden, like, the, the you know, the Egg McMuffin meal used to be, like, four bucks. And as soon as they went to all-day breakfast, it went up to, like, six bucks. Yeah, I think the sandwich itself was, like, four bucks. Yeah, yeah, it is. And so the uh, – and everyone else followed suit because before, for breakfast – the other chains had to compete with McDonald's where you could get for four bucks, you could go get a meal. So they had to keep their breakfast prices low. Like I remember when Carl's Jr. came out with the breakfast burger, mm-hmm. that was my fucking jam because I'm cheap and I want to get maximum calories for, for my dollar. I never tried one of those, but I remember you describing oh, f- it to me. They're fucking great. Doesn't it have like burger and sausage and egg and bacon or some shit. No, it's it, no sausage, but it's oh, okay. got, it's got burger, egg, cheese, hash browns, ketchup. Damn. Yeah, it, they're solid and they're full sized burger. Yeah. Right. So, I mean, this thing weighs like a pound. 
But to compete with McDonald's, you used to be able to get that meal for five bucks. Oh, shit. You could go there and you could get this fucking massive meal for five bucks. And now it's like up to eight or some shit. And everyone, everyone else was like, oh, okay, cool. McDonald's raised their breakfast prices. We can do the same. And so now everyone's breakfast prices are fucking through the roof. You know, and, and Taco Bell has breakfast these days. And I've, I've had a couple of their items and they're good. But going back to childhood, in fact, the paper route days um, with my dad, Taco Bell, when they first came out with breakfast stuff, they had like a line of breakfast burritos. And one I just, I have to mention is the country breakfast burrito. Oh, yeah. And I've made that on my own several times because it's so fucking good and I miss it so much. So it had, it was in a flour tortilla, clearly. Um, it had hash brown nuggets. So I just used tater tots and then uh, scrambled eggs, sausage, cheese, and country gravy. And it is so fucking phenomenal. That is the best breakfast burrito I've ever had in my life. And I think I'm, I made them like a month ago here. Like it's, it's so fucking good. Well, I don't want to blow your mind, but, uh, Carl's Jr. has one. It's called the big country breakfast burrito. Oh, with those exact things. Yep. Son of a bitch. If I'd known that I probably would have gotten one today in the name of research. Yep. Yeah. They've got one. It's pretty good. I've had it a number of times. I bet it is. You know, Jack in the box has a couple good, um, breakfast burritos too. Their extreme sausage sandwiches is uh, oh. one of my jams. That was one of my, I'm stoned and I want breakfast at, at midnight yep. things for years. Except those motherfuckers love to pull that like, oh, we're out of eggs thing yeah. late at night or the, the, the shake, shake machine's, machine's down. Yep. yep. Fucking motherfuckers. <laughs> like I came here for an Oreo milkshake. I am, that, that is the reason I'm here. When you, don't tell me your sh- fucking ice cream machine's broken. So, the one thing that the category I th- that I that I was putting my hands up for oh, yeah. earlier was uh, fried chicken. Oh yeah, yeah. Like we briefly mentioned KFC. Yeah, I, I thought about that earlier and totally forgot to put that in my notes. Yeah, and uh, KFC was like my it was the you know it was the fried chicken fast food chain when I was a kid. Yeah, it's the standard. Um, and then uh, Popeyes made its way out here, and yep. Popeyes is infinitely better than KFC in every way, as far as I'm concerned. Oh shit! It's been a long time since I had Popeyes, and I feel like the last several times I went there, I was getting like popcorn shrimp more than than their chicken. They're, they've got a shrimp and chicken meal that's like my jam there when I when I go to get lunch, and it is. Uh, it's good. The, the number of shrimp you get has declined over the years, but uh, they got the spicy chicken and uh, they've got red beans and rice. Yeah. Louisiana fast. Biscuits are super good. I thought it was funny when I went to visit you in New Orleans that as I exited the plane or off the, the jetway, there was a Popeye's right in front of me in oh, yeah. an airport. I was like, oh, shit. Like, what? It's the home of Popeye's. Here, here we are. Yeah. <laughs> Louisiana Fest. It's in the airport. Holy shit. There's one of those on Canal Street right around the corner from Bourbon. Shit. And, uh, it's solid, but it's, it's not open at 3 a.m. You know, and, and with KFC, I love their mashed potatoes and their gravy and their biscuits. But to be honest, I'm not the huge. Well, I, I think out, even outside of KFC, I'm not the hugest fan of fried chicken. Oh, you're, you're insane. Fried yeah. chicken is delicious i don't i don't hate it and like i was at my sister's place on on father's day and we had fried chicken like yeah sure i'll eat it but i'm i i never crave it are you a leg man or a breast man i prefer the breast but i like how easy it is to eat a drumstick mm, I, yeah i prefer legs and they are easy to eat yeah like like a big, give me a big old bucket of drumsticks and i'll be a happy dude yeah and i think that was one of my problems with uh with eating the chicken breast because that's always what i wanted but when you bite into it it's like all of the greasy skin like 
rubs against like the the sides of your mouth. I just I feel gross. Right. Eat it with, yeah, you gotta eat it with a fork. Eat fried chicken with a fork? Like if it's a big old chicken titty, yeah. It would solve the problem, but that seems even more wrong. I don't know. But uh how about question for you? Original or crispy? Crispy, all the way. Fuck cool. original. You know, need no slimy fucking skin. Well, it still has skin on it. No, 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 but but it gets it gets weak and slimy when you don't have that extra crunch. Oh yeah, yeah. The skin skin's one of the best parts. Man. Yeah, eat the shit out of that skin. Yeah, the eleven herbs and spices. I've I've gone online and like there are people who have who have claimed to crack the recipe and like somebody who claimed they found the recipe in like a journal or like on a on an old picture and it was like written down. Like, but, but it's for the original. That's what the eleven herbs and spices are going to be. It's gonna that's going to be the original recipe that I don't really like that much. Huh? Well, I mean, crispy. it's the same spices. It's just, I think it's just in the breading when it's, uh, when it's the extra, extra tasty crispy. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, I think, I think it uses the same spice mix for either one. I'm pretty sure the, the extra crispy was post Harlan Sanders though. Yes. So someone fucked with it somewhere and made it better. So, um, so outside of the food itself, uh, one thing that I, that I thought was fun growing up with fast food were the promotions that they would run. Now, what, what comes to my head uh, initially, and for our younger listeners, they're not going to have any fucking clue what this stuff is. Like this, It was a different world back then. McDonald's ran a promotion where on Sundays and Wednesdays, I think Sundays you could get hamburgers for 29 cents a piece. And on Wednesdays you could get them for 30. You could get cheeseburgers for 39 cents a piece. That's solid. That was fucking amazing. And I remember they put a 20 limit on it. Because we'd just go through the drive-thru with a bunch of us. I'd like 100 hamburgers yeah. rolling through there like wimpy. Yeah, no shit. And I'll gladly pay you <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> An interesting thing that I, I've heard in my uh, research. Oh, hello. Quotes, yeah. Was uh, like the original McDonald's hamburger was classically 15 cents. Yeah. But back in 1948, that was the equivalent of $1.60 in today's money. Oh, shit. And they were smaller burgers. Yeah. And so like the, you know, that's about what you'd pay for a burger now, I think, right? For like the, on their value menu, the value menu, regular burger. Oh yeah. The actual hamburger cheeseburger. Yeah. I think the cheeseburger is like two bucks. Yeah. So like the price on that has been fairly stable. Yeah. Which is, which is curious. Cause you think of things getting more expensive. Yeah. It's gone with inflation. We're also not getting paid $15 a day anymore. Yeah. Thankfully. But, uh, well, and, and like when we were in high school, dollar menus were fucking king i remember being a broke-ass kid eating off the dollar menu all the time well and even before dollar menus like th- this was a, a this wasn't exactly a promotion this was just the menu do you remember taco bells 59.79.99 yep tacos were 59 cents you know burritos were 79 cents and like taco supremes and burrito supremes and nachos and shit were like 99 cents it was insanely cheap like taco bell it was so cheap to get so much food yeah, you could get like two colons worth of Taco Bell for two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> um, another promotion I loved from McDonald's was uh, they they had a nugget promotion. And I don't remember the exact price, but I feel like it was like a six piece nugget for like 25 cents. It was something ridiculous, maybe 50 cents. But I remember hanging out at the comic shop and people would just go on nugget runs. And we'd just sit there with just piles of fucking chicken McNuggets in front of us. And it was amazing. Well, I think recently, I think they did like a 20 for five bucks, didn't they? Oh, yeah. And, and that, it, it, I, I think in some places it's, it's gone up to six bucks. But yeah, over the last several years. And I mean, 
my nugget consumption went up when that happened because it, it's like 450 for a 10 piece yeah or like five exactly. bucks for a 20 piece and that was fucking amazing i remember being a kid and just i could pack away shit tons of nuggets but they got so expensive i think it was like eight bucks for a 20 piece but when they finally cheapened that up you're like that that was fucking smart because those things don't cost anything to make like no they're, they they've exposed mcdonald's on their, their, on their chicken dupe. yeah that is that is not uh high quality breast meat they're putting in there no and what i've noticed because i eat i eat a uh, shameful amount of fast food i probably eat fast food four times a week on average because uh you know working that's like the quick easy lunch to get a lot of the time and i've started kind of like shopping the deals because fast food has gotten stupid expensive like like a, the aforementioned western bacon cheeseburger meal at freaking carl's jr is like 11 fucking bucks now at Carl's Are Jr. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Yeah, it's, you are? No, I'm not. Oh, uh. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's insane. And, like, you could go to a lot of different places and get better food for that same amount of money. So now these days, like, I, I, I shop, like, the value boxes and shit. Like, the, uh, the Wendy's 4 for 4. It's mm-hmm. pretty solid. Of course, ever since fucking coronavirus, they've been, like, out of all kinds of shit. But they have the one where it's, like, a junior bacon cheeseburger, four-piece nuggets, fries, soda, four bucks. Oh, that was something we forgot to mention during Burger Talk. The Booner Jake and Bees trigger? Yeah, when we were when we were stoned as kids. I mean, <laughs> we've got so many fast food memories from being stoned teenagers. That's their target demographic. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I used to, I mean, at, at my fattest, I used to go buy like three Junior Bacon cheeseburgers and like two of their chicken sandwiches and fries and chili. Yep. And then just fucking put that down. Like that that's insane. I mean, those burgers weren't giant, but boy, could I, could I eat those? But I mean, going back to your Carl's Jr. thing, that was actually on my list of, of promotions from when, when we were younger, when they had the $6 burger. And, and it was called that because it was a restaurant style burger, but for under six bucks, because that's how much you would pay at a restaurant world. Yeah. Well, that was a weird thing when I moved out south because it goes to Hardee's and they called it the, the thick burger out there. Oh. And then I was, Kind of surprised when I moved back here and they changed it to the thick burger because the $6 burger actually costs $7 now. So they couldn't call it the $6 (laughs) burger anymore. (laughs) It was like, originally it was like, you get a $6 burger for four bucks. Motherfuckers. And now it was not, you know, the other way. And that wasn't going to work. So now they call them thick burgers everywhere. I mean, that makes sense. Because putting a monetary value on on your special item is pretty stupid. It, It screwed Subway. $5 $5 foot long for years, man. Like they, they were, they got to the point where they were like almost losing money on every $5 foot long. And then they finally had to get rid of it. And when they did, people were pissed because you know, that was the thing. It was the $5 foot long. It was like the 10 cent Coke. Yeah. Or like the $5 hot and ready at, uh, yeah. at, at little Caesars. I remember, I remember them like raising it to six bucks once years ago. And I straight up, I was like, no, like I'm, I'm not going to do it. You guys are not going to do this to me because you set the price, you set the standard. It's a shitty pizza, but it's five bucks. And that's the only reason I'm buying it. It's not worth $6. And no one's going to Little Caesars because it's good. Yeah. It's $5 and it's hot and it's ready. And for them, I, I kind of feel bad for them because that took over their entire business model. Well, I mean, they were they were disappearing anyway. Like I I I, I think I was more surprised when they came out with the, with the $5 hot and ready that they were even still around. Well, yeah, because their shtick used to be two square pizzas yeah i remember those from birthday parties as a kid and pizza pizza yeah and it was in kmart which also went out of business 
Um, another promotion that we that we'd already talked about was the Arby's Five for Five. That that was one of my favorites. Um, another one I I wanted to talk about that that has also gotten way too expensive was the Wiener Schnitzel. Wiener Schnitzel is uh, insane. Family now. combo. Everything at Wiener Schnitzel is insane. Like yeah. I, I like I I went there like a few months ago because I saw Wiener Schnitzel and I was like. Oh shit! I've been here in a long time. Yeah, I've been there in years. And like all of their regular meals were like nine bucks, and I was like, I'm not, I'm not paying nine bucks yeah. for some wiener schnitzel. Are you fucking kidding me? Their fucking their chili dogs are worth like a buck fifty max. Yeah, yeah, and they'd still be pulling a pro- pulling a profit on that. Yep. Yeah, and uh, no, they want more for them now. But yeah, the family, these, you still get coupons for something that's similar to that, but it's not like yeah. it used to be. Yeah, uh, I don't think I let you describe it. Well, I mean, it's just, it's a family pack. You get a bunch of chili dogs and or chili cheeseburgers and fries and drinks. And I remember being at your place out in Rancho Cordova one time and actually killing the, uh, the six pack of, uh, of chili dogs. And I ate two of the free, fr- uh, three fries that it came with. Well, yeah, cause it, like, I think the six chili dogs, three fries and did it come with drinks too? I don't think that promotion did not that coupon that I had, but yeah, it was like, eight bucks or some shit it was something ridiculously cheap yeah and uh they still have some decent coupons but like their regular menu is ridiculous fuck them um and i guess you know we we did already talk about um happy meal toys and promotional cups but i mean i i don't have the full set i'm missing one cup but i picked these up a few years ago these are taco bell promo cups you know similar to like slurpee cups from the original uh batman movie in 1989 shit that's mm-hmm. cool yeah they've got little profiles and little action shots and one has the batmobile one has the bat wing it's cool that it's got the contemporary comic batman on it from then even though the the vehicle designs are clearly from the movie yeah and like, they didn't put michael keaton on yeah well they they yeah they just stylized the suit so like you see his gauntlets have the little lines like it did and like his boots are designed after the uh the movie oh, yeah i think the belt is too on this one to a degree looks like he could turn his neck though yeah yeah it does have the more traditional comic book neil adams suit but man that batmobile oh and like this one is actually like based on probably the most iconic neil adams batman drawing of him like running down a beach towards joker like this one's been used shit tons they just added they just i mean i guess they just traced it and put on the uh the batman movie costume details oh yeah taco bells doesn't need to redraw something from scratch yeah I mean, I love these tie-ins. I love Slurpee, Slurpee cups too. I mean, and I guess while we're complaining about things that have changed, there's one thing that changed that kind of baffled me is the size of sodas. Like I remember somewhere in the nineties, sodas got insanely big. Yeah. And I don't know, I don't, I'm not sure what precipitated that. It was probably was it, the big gulp. Yeah. Was it the big gulp? Cause like the, what is now the, like the regular at Carl's Jr. was like the large back in the day. Yeah. Like occasionally when I, cause I usually just get the regular, you know, whatever the regular size is, but like sometimes if I'm there and I'm a little more hungry, I'm like, yeah, give me a medium. And they give me this fucking jug. Oh, soda. It's <laughs> like, a, it's just ridiculous. And it's the, it's the medium. It's not even the fucking large. Yeah. And it's gotta be like 32 fucking ounces or some shit. It is enormous. You know, and, and McDonald's finally wised up a couple of years ago and just like, they realized that their profit margin is so high on drinks that it doesn't fucking matter. So, yeah. so they just said any size, a buck. Occasionally, like when I brought my lunch, I'll go to McDonald's just to pick up a fucking soda. Yeah. Because, 
you can get a big soda for cheaper than you can get it at the store. Yeah, and they and a lot of the places inside the restaurant have that uh that machine now, like the multi soda oh, yeah. machine where you can add all your different flavors and shit. And like, I love that I can get Diet Barks root beer out of that. Yeah, with vanilla or cherry yeah. or whatever the fuck you want to add to it. Be interesting to try like a lemon lime root beer. I bet it's fucking gross. Never mind. Ooh. So, uh, in the theme of the fancy turbo soda machine, yeah, that where you can get any combination of whatever you want. Uh, like, what do you think about the where the direction that fast food's going? Is like now they got like those kiosks where you can walk up and order, or you can order on your phone and just drive up and pick it up. They're kind of working towards the fact that they won't have anybody or very few people inside actually doing anything. Yeah, and like the the kind of food that they make too, like I don't think it would be too much of a stretch, you know, in twenty years that they would just have machines oh, doing yeah. it. Just have a robot make it and it would be nearly perfect every time. They would yeah. almost certainly be better than teenagers and, and meth addicts. Yeah, than than somebody's first job or yeah, or a, a yeah. Never mind, I won't get too judgmental about it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean and there's plenty of fine people that work in fast food, yes. but you know, on the way minimum wage is going, like like is the 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 17 year old kid who's there for his first job is he is it really worth it paying that kid 15 bucks an hour like is he is he going to make the company that money back like i don't know man that's yeah let's that's see tough. i mean because that that's always been that's always been one of my big gripes about fast food is the the shitty you know the the, the frequency with which they get things wrong yeah and that's always what people who defend them fire back is like well they, they're not making shit for money so what do you expect it's like i expect them to do their job well for the for the wage they are making otherwise get them the fuck out of here and put somebody in there that's gonna do it right oh well i mean that's the thing with minimum wage though is it is the minimum wage so you know you don't have to put any more effort in because you're not going to get any less money anywhere else see i just wish that they would get fired quicker because that is less money they're gonna find people to replace them there's not a huge pool of people lining up to work at McDonald's unless the economy is like really shit, which is why I think places like Chick-fil-A and In-N-Out, because they pay the, everybody about like 20% more than average and yeah. they get a lot of the you know best people there because they're willing to pay for it. Yeah. And yeah. And if somebody was being shitty at, at In-N-Out, they, they could get rid of them and yeah, replace them pretty quick. But yeah. I think they offer like health benefits and shit too, at least at In-N-Out. Yeah. And so. when you're management, I think you get like stocks in the company and shit. Yeah. I mean, you treat your employees right. They uh, they do better. It's yeah. shocking. <laughs> Weird. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, the the first place I go to with like, with like the self-ordering kiosks and stuff and like the touch screens is all those reports that came out that, that just like, I mean, even though this is no surprise because it's everywhere, but people just talking about that there's like shit on those. Like there's fecal matter on those. I'm like, I mean, I get it. There's fecal matter in 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 the ice bins at a restaurant. I was say, there's fecal matter literally yeah. everywhere at McDonald's. That's that's what's holding the building up. So, like, would you be comfortable like eating at a fully automated fast food restaurant? Like, if you just like rolled up with like Alexa and Google Assistant and Siri and all that, like it could talk to you and you could tell it what you want and you walk up and like a little tray slides out and your food comes out. Would you like that experience more or less? Like, what are your what would your thoughts be on that? I think it would be weird at first, but I think I'd be fine with it. I mean, yeah, because you'd have to weigh, you would have to test and weigh the the um, likelihood of error. Like, who do you that. complain to? Do they have like a single human manager in there or something? Like, a, yeah, you know, who's also a mechanic? Yeah, and because I'm thinking about that, like, what if something gets fucked up, or what if what if something in the process went wrong, and then all of a sudden there's a shard of metal 
in my burger or something and hydraulic fluid instead of ketchup. Yes. And I'm like, well, if there's a fucking human manager there, is he going to even catch that? Like, I, I don't know, man. It's a lot of this foods prepped. Like, you know, the hamburger is all ground in mass. I mean, like a lot of this stuff is got some pretty industrial roots as it is. Yeah. They just grind the rat up so fine that you can't find it. Yeah, I th- I think eventually I'd be all right with it. Like all of the all of like the packaged processed foods and shit that we buy is made and put together by machines anyway. So how would this be any different? I guess. Yeah, well, we'll have self driving cars by then. You can just tell your car to go get you McDonald's, and it'll come back. Wild. <laughs> that is the future. I hope I live long enough to see that. Yeah, and it's, it still kind of blows my mind that you can get McDonald's delivered through like Grubhub and stuff. It just seems, it yeah, seems weird to me. Taco Bell's pushing that thing hard, but I mean, like, same thing with the fries. If you if you order a Taco Bell taco and it takes a half hour to get here, it's going to be soggy as shit. Taco Bell makes sense though because Taco Bell is drunk food, and uh, <laughs> you don't if care you can't, as much. if you can't, well, and if you can't drive, like, how many times have you been drunk and be like, oh man, I want Taco Bell so bad right now? I mean, there like, was- there's a market for that. Like the only reason I have like an account on Grubhub was because I wanted to get McDonald's. And then when I saw that it would take like an hour and 15 minutes, I was like, now worth it. So, I mean, I guess we can't, we can't talk about fast food without talking about how unhealthy it is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The reason it tastes so good is because it's all salt and fat. Yeah. And sugar. And, you know, it's, it's literally made to make your brain say, I give me more, give me more. Yeah. And that was a good talk. Yeah. I, I eat it a lot and uh it makes me less thin. Yeah, I mean when when I when I had those those drinking and fast food habits, like that was the biggest I'd ever been in my entire life. And um I you know, I I, I had decided it was one of the only New Year's resolutions that I've ever actually gone through with where I took a year off of fast food. I went an entire year without fast food. I did make little exceptions like Subway. Well it was an exception because it was made fresh. That was my distinction, because if it was made fresh with fresh ingredients, I was okay with it. So Subway and In-N-Out were, were, the, were the two places that I, that I still went to. Not, I didn't go to In-N-Out with, with super regularity, and I didn't eat their fucking fries anyway. What does made fresh, other than Subway's you know, slogan, mean? I think it was eat fresh. Like, what does made fresh mean? Well, with, with ingredients that are not, like we were talking about, like industrial, like there, there, there aren't rats ground up in the lunch meat there. I don't know if I, I mean, or, and, and also like calorically from what I've heard, it's, it's all at least, I don't know if it's at all subways, but, uh, everything's Turkey, which I'm okay with like that. That's a lean meat saying it's not that processed when you're turning Turkey into ham. I think you're, it's pretty fucking processed. I don't all know. Right. I don't know how you turn Turkey into ham. Well, go have an argument with, with me seven years ago. Cause I did it. And it, and it worked well for me. So fuck off. You and Jared. <laughs> I eat fast food enough that like occasionally I'm like, no, I don't want to eat it, but I, but I'm weak willed. I really like it. And I'm, I keep going back to it. Like occasionally, like there's been times where like, I like made myself a lunch and brought it to work and I'm like, I don't want to eat this shit. I want my fix, man. And fast food, <laughs> similarly to like drinking and smoking, like it's something that in the moment, I fucking love it. I'm like, oh, this is the greatest. And then after, like right now, because I because after not eating fast food for months, I ate it kind of three times today. Oh, yeah. Your body is not prepared for that. Dude, like before we recorded or started recording, you saw me. I was fucking 
out of it. I was I just feel like a fat lump of shit. I just want to slump over and fall asleep and I've got acid reflux. Going back to the Western bacon cheeseburger meal. Like I think it's got like 2500 calories. It's like shit. as much as you're supposed to eat in an entire day. Yeah, I I watched I watched a show that was talking about fast food and they they fuck what was the meal they brought up? Oh, I think it was a, a double Whopper meal at um at Burger King. And yeah, it had just over 2000 calories and like to maintain your weight, the average is like 2500 calories. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like everything you're supposed to eat for a day except without the nutrition that you're supposed to get from yeah. the same meal. Well, and and that was another thing about Subway is that you know, you're getting a sandwich, you're getting it on, I mean, I guess bread and processed meat, but like I I also started getting like spinach on there and and you know, just just trying to be more conscious yeah Yeah. like nothing deep fried i didn't eat deep fried shit that whole year either as with a lot of it i think portion control is the important thing like you don't need the 64 ounce soda and the fucking half pound of fries yeah like if you if you go to taco bell and you get and you get you know two crunchy tacos it's really not that bad for you oh yeah there's like two ounces of meat in those yeah and and you've got you've got lettuce and cheese and a corn tortilla doesn't isn't bad for you well, I think generally, like most of the breakfast options are pretty good. Like, a, you know, a McMuffin, other than the fact that it's got like generous squeezes of the liquid butter stuff they put on the. Oh, um, I there's didn't probably think about quite that. a bit of that. But, but generally, like it's not any less healthy than any other thing that's got eggs and sausage and yeah. some bread. An egg, Canadian bacon, piece of cheese, and an English muffin. If I make that at home, I don't feel like a fat asshole for doing that. But it's like the hash brown is, is what makes it different for me. You know, like I almost didn't order a hash brown this morning but they're so good yeah and angelina was the one that was just like hey if you're gonna do it just just do it right you're doing it for research so get your old breakfast i'm like all right right, you're right and it was tasty what a woman (laughs) she's a keeper um and i guess we did touch on this uh earlier but but the last thing i'd like to touch on um for the negatives of fast food is those motherfuckers with their broke-ass fucking ice cream machines. I know your ice cream machines aren't fucking broken, you fucking assholes. I know that you've got eggs there to make a breakfast burrito at midnight, you pieces of shit. I remember Jack in the Box in Folsom oh, on the constantly. corner of East Bidwell and Blue Ravine. You motherfuckers. They're, they're, they never had eggs. They never had milkshakes because they were a bunch of fucking loady pieces of shit that didn't want to make something that wasn't already in the warmer, like a burger patty. I could get a fucking bacon ultimate cheeseburger or a sourdough jack anytime I fucking wanted. But if I wanted a late night blackberry shake, cause they had a blackberry for a minute there and it was so fucking tasty, or I wanted a breakfast burrito, those sons of bitches. I mean, if they could have gotten away with saying we're out of everything, they would have. But yeah, that's not going to fly, obviously. One thing I do miss about those days from Jack in the Box, they used to have those big fucking giant straws for the shakes. Oh, yeah. That you, that you could actually like drink an Oreo milkshake without giving yourself like a fucking aneurysm. Now they go <laughs> back to like normal sized straws and you're trying to suck it up. And like every 10 seconds, it gets clogged up with fucking Oreo chunks. And it's just impossible to actually fucking do you just got to improve your sucking yeah. power yeah you just yeah you just got to fucking power through that or like take the <laughs> straw out and flip it around and suck it out from the other side i don't know why they got rid of those yeah you got to switch to the blow for a second yeah blow it back out and then and then hope you don't catch it again you will <laughs> it's there um yeah the only other thing that i really wanted to bring up was uh foreign fast food yeah because uh like fast foods you know we've been talking from our america centric american centric uh United States O Center. What's the, there's a word for that. Um, 
I don't know. But uh, the us perspective, because, yeah. you know, it is a largely American phenomenon, but it is spread throughout the world. Like, yeah. it is everywhere now. When I was in Houston, there was this cool drive through like, uh, Mediterranean food place where you could get, like, kebabs and fucking shawarma and shit. It was awesome. Nice. I wish there was more of those. But one that I went to, it's a Filipino fast food restaurant that's come over here that uh, I've gone to a couple times called Jollibee. You ever heard of that place? No. It is, Wait, is it J-O-L-I? Yes. J-O-L-L-I, I believe. B-E-E. I've seen it. I don't know where. Yeah, it's, a, it's from the Philippines. Well, I definitely didn't see it in the Philippines. Nope. It is a weird mix of stuff. So they've got fried chicken. Mm-hmm. They've got like uh, glass noodles and stuff. And, like, lumpia. Sh- shrimp dishes. Uh, I don't think they have lumpia, but they got some like, you know, sh- spicy shrimp dishes and stuff. Uh, they got like uh, pies, kind of like those home run pies or like the McDonald's apple pies. Yeah, little hand pies. Yeah. And they've got spaghetti. Of course. And I remember the first time I went there, because I had heard about it, I was like, all right, I'll try this place. I see one right there. It was around Christmas time, and they had their Christmas family meal. And it was a bucket of chicken, a platter of spaghetti, and mango pies. I was like, this is this is so weird. That it's sounds an, amazing. That is a unique combination <laughs> right there. Like it, that is, uh, sure, why not? <laughs> why not? Um, and it was pretty good. I mean, it wasn't, uh, it didn't, you know, take my top spot for fried chicken, but... Uh, it definitely puts a different spin on what we do. Oh, wild. And uh, like when I went to Europe, like they do different stuff with it over there too. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Like they, they use mayonnaise. Like they don't give you ketchup for your fries. They give you mayonnaise and they just, everything's slightly different depending on where you are. Yeah. Don't people like, like use different or have like different kind of meats for their burgers and stuff in different countries? I don't want to get racist and just like straight up call out, you know, stereotypes, but. Yeah, I've heard, uh, yes, I've heard that, and I can't remember any of them specifically, though. Yeah. But uh, yes, they do, and they have, like, it's different... like dingo burgers in Australia. Yeah, they have different stuff on them. I did see a thing for Pizza Hut in South Korea has a ramen pizza. Weird. That's got noodles on it, and pieces of ham, and a fr- and a, and a and an egg in the middle. Like a soft-boiled egg? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> oh, I want ramen so bad, but I I haven't quite gotten there because it's so it's been so fucking hot. It's so good. Yeah, like if I could go in and sit down at the ramen place and eat it, I would still do it in the summer. That's what I did last summer, but I can't I can't do it when it's when I have to take it home so it's already a little subpar. Like I'm not quite there. Yeah, speaking of ramen, there I read about I've read about a place in Japan called uh, Ichiran, mm-hmm. where it's a, it's a fast food ramen place. But like you go in, they don't have like tables where everyone sits. Like you, they've got like a long, like a bench, you know, where you sit at like the bench and everyone sits at like a bar. Yeah, like community table. Except there's got dividers and a little curtain. So you can go in there in your own little ramen booth and just slurp and do whatever, <laughs> eat like a pig. And it's all you can eat ramen. So when you're done, you just press a little button and they bring you more. Oh, shit. I want that shit to come here. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, because you could you could technically do that. I mean, if if they just had their their different broths and they just had noodles ready to go at a moment's notice, then they I mean, there are a couple ramen places out here that I've seen where they just they essentially do that. They just assemble your ramen. I mean, yeah. it, it's not quite as good as when they when they cook it fresh, but but they just assemble it and it comes out to you in, in a couple minutes. Well, and from what I read, I guess it takes them like three days to prepare their broth. Oh, yeah. So and I know they got uh, a proper ramen broth. Like the good soft boiled eggs that are like, you know, they'll, they'll sit in like a soy sauce solution for like two or three days. Angelina did that once and it was amazing. Mm. But yeah, I'd like, I'd like to get some more non burger options in fast food because I, you know, I drive around like a lot of the time I'm getting food on the go. 
at work for lunch because I'm going from like one job to the next. And uh, you just get sick of fucking burgers and chicken and tacos. Like I'd love some ramen or, you know, any kind of Chinese food or pasta. Is there any fast food pasta places other than Jollibee with their spaghetti? Yeah. Sapporo back when, back when it was around in the malls. But no. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's so much good food. You know, Indian food. Is there any like drive through Indian food? I've never no, seen that, but that, I would eat the shit out of that. Yeah, that would be good. I mean, because if they've got Indian buffets, they could certainly, I mean, they could just have that in their kitchen and have people serve it up to you cafeteria style. Yeah. Or they could like wrap it in naan or some shit, you know, yeah. you have, like a little naan sandwich. That would be fucking yeah, good. Yeah. Similar to like a gyro. Yeah. We need more I'd, of that. I'd eat, a, I'd eat a tikka masala and rice non-sando. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's how adventurous I am. I go straight to the tikka masala. Woo! I know Indian food. Go. Um, okay, so let's do a little quick fire. I want I, I, I know you hate to rank things, but I just want to know your favorites. I'm going to call out a, a category, and I want you to say what's your favorite. All right, let's go. Burger. You know, I almost say Wendy's, but... Right now, Wendy's has got a solid, their, their Baconator is a solid burger. Quick fire. Um, <laughs> currently, it, it is the spicy Western bacon. Okay. At Carl's Jr. Taco. Uh, if fast food wise, yeah. um, it would be Del Taco. Ah, like just a regular crunchy taco? No, the soft taco. Oh. Tacos Al Carbone. Interesting. Oh, wait, is yeah. it like a street taco there? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know Del Taco did that. I may go there. Fries. Uh, Arby's. Curly? Do they have straight fries at Arby's? Yeah. I think so. Oh, yeah. If they do, I've never got them. Because, They've got a different kind of fry. Because curly fries are the best. So. Oh, man. And weird, weirdly enough, like Arby's is huge out in Maryland. Like oh, there's really? Arby's everywhere and they are fucking nice. Yeah. It was. Oh, shit. I take it back. I did have Arby's in Maryland. Oh, there you go. It hasn't oh, been that long. It had not been uh, seven years. It'd been like two years. It's like Dairy Queen in Texas. Yeah. Is it big? It's, they, they call them the Texas stop sign there. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, your favorite chicken sandwich? Uh, Chick-fil-A. What? What sandwich? Spicy chicken sandwich. Oh, Chick-fil-A. spicy chicken. Is it, is it uh, uh, fried? Yes. Um, I guess that, that's all I had, but now I, now I feel like uh, favorite breakfast sandwich or breakfast item. Extreme sausage sandwich at Jack in the Box okay. is the shit. Oh, man, we ate a lot of those back in the day. Um, Your favorite uh, fried chicken? Popeye's for fast food, yeah. Um, Have you had the Popeye's chicken sandwich that was in, like, the chicken sandwich war? I did. How was it? Uh, It was pretty good. Like, I had to get my truck fixed, and I went to A1 Comics, and there's a Popeye's right next to it. It sure is. And so I stopped by and got it. Uh, It was, like... Like I, they didn't give me a napkin, and it was fucking messy. Like it had a bunch of sauce <laughs> on it, so it was like all over my face. And I'm like, I have nothing to wipe my face <laughs> with. Damn it! Um, but it was it was pretty good. Like it, it did not supplant Chick Fil A for me, but uh, okay. it was good. Yeah, I I do like Ch- uh, Chick Fil A's grilled chicken sandwich. It's got bacon on it too. Uh, oh that, yeah, that is a super tasty one for me. But my favorite burger, I go in and out. It, it oh, is yeah. it is consistently great. Um, my favorite taco is a Taco Bell crunchy taco. Of course it is. Yeah. Um, maybe even Taco Supreme. I do like that. Double decker. Maybe. Don't get too adventurous. I know. Whoa. Um, my favorite fries were also the Arby's curly fries. And, um, and my favorite chicken sandwich. This is one that Zach introduced me to when we were kids. It was the Carl's Jr. Bacon Swiss. Bacon Swiss is solid. I want, I, I, that was in, in the running to get, because I, I haven't been to Carl's in forever. And, and I don't think that's just me forgetting something like, like Arby's in Maryland. Um, 
But that bacon Swiss has brought me so much joy. I lived across the street from a Carl's Jr. when I was going to college. Like, I ate a lot of those. Um, and I guess breakfast sandwich, of course. Wait. I mean, breakfast sandwich, Egg McMuffin, but the uh, that country breakfast burrito from back oh. in the day, if it still existed, I would buy it all the time. What's your favorite dipping sauce, John? I think because what I do the most dipping with is chicken nuggets and fries. And I love the combination of the chicken McNugget and the McDonald's fry in their barbecue sauce. Those things go so well together. What about you? Uh, country gravy from <laughs> Dairy Queen. Yeah, I do oh, like the, their fried chicken basket comes with like Texas toast and yeah, country oh, gravy. That's so good. I guess, yeah, that's another one where the fries and the chicken go in the same sauce, you know, in the gravy. Yeah. And it's delicious. For sure. They've got a lunch one now with three strips that comes with ice cream and no toast. Oh. And for a do- it's six bucks. And for a dollar, you can upgrade it to a blizzard. No shit. So for seven bucks, you get three piece chicken strips, fries, drink, and a blizzard. Because blizzards are fucking nuts. I don't know. Yeah. Like a small blizzard's like five bucks on its own. It's insane. Yeah. I don't know why that's a thing, but it is. That's wild. So it's, yeah. I, there was a there was a dairy queen around the corner from one of the jobs I was working in. I went there quite a bit. Oh shit. Um well uh now that we've gone almost two hours, how about a break? Yeah, I gotta pee. Yeah, let's do that. I'm Harrison. And I'm Jordan. And, and we're, we're the Grief Burrito Podcast. Why don't I want to play any of these games? Uh, <laughs> Comedy, gaming, and movies. I was going to say two kids in a trench coat, but it's going to be two men in a moth suit. <laughs> All I've got is the image of you putting a net over him. Jordan! Jordan, bigger net! Bigger net! <laughs> Dr. Salvador? No, the bag- guy with the bag on his head. That's how you and name. Just agree. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Could have been like, man with bag on his head. Sarah? Yes. <laughs> It's me. Ah, I'm back. My beard's gone. Look how short his face is. Fucking stop it. Tiny face. (laughs) It looks like if a tumor had legs. Yeah, it does. Real gross and big hands. Yeah. Do you reckon you could kill it? I reckon I could. Not you personally. But well, yeah, you said you think I could kill it. Why don't fucking laugh? Help me. <laughs> me tit. No, you're right. Yeah, yeah. you can't say tit. <laughs> Bashed me tit. <laughs> Join us every Wednesday on the Grief Burrito Podcast. Fuck. No, <laughs> no, 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 that was, that was <laughs> welcome back, Ben. Hey, welcome back, John. We've talked a lot about fast food, but we haven't talked structure yet. Oh, so that's true. As always, first up is our first impressions. Do you have a first impression of fast food? Jeez, not a specific one, but I mean, it would probably be the McDonald's Happy Meal. Yeah. Just in general. I mean, like as a child, I remember getting that little fucking cardboard box that uh, unfolded. And they still use it. It's great. Yeah. And it'd have a toy inside. And like a lot of the time it would have like, you know, a little punch out on the side. So you can make like a little house out of it or have little activities and stuff Mm -hmm. on it. And, uh. It would come with some, uh, you know, food, I guess you could call it in there. <laughs> Nutritious food for children. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, getting those and just seeing the, you know, the product tie-ins and stuff. But uh, but yeah, I mean, no, there's no specific memory of my first chicken nugget or anything like that. Um, I mean, I guess I do remember Pizza Hut outside of the Happy Meal. I remember getting uh, Land Before Time on VHS. Oh, shit. With some pizzas. Back in the day when they were running that uh, promotion for that. You know, that that was something that I that I forgot to bring up during promos. And I think we've talked about it in the past. Like there was a there was a time when McDonald's was offering VHSs with meals or like if you bought something, you could you could get like a 
a good deal on it. And they had like Raiders of the Lost Ark. And I feel like they had Back to the Future. Oh, nice. Yeah. Or maybe it was maybe it was multiple Indiana Jones movies. I wonder if it was just a promo for Last Crusade. It could be. Yeah. I don't know. But I remember getting a couple VHSs uh, from that. But yeah, similar to you, like, you know, we we've we've grown up our entire lives with fast food. So for me, like I, I just tried to think of what my earliest memories with fast food was. And it was the chicken McNugget. Like there, there is not anything that I can remember before chicken McNuggets. And that's probably why it's my favorite because I, you know, I've always had that. I mean, chicken McNuggets is probably my favorite fast food item of all time. So that was easy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember like my, the first date that I went on with my wife, when she took, she asked me to Sadie's, everyone was going to McDonald's. And, uh, being the weird little prick I was, I, I, you know, refused to let her buy me dinner. So I ran off to the fucking gas station and got a burrito instead. <laughs> you fucking dickhead. <laughs> well, and another thing that, that goes way back, I'm, I'm not, I don't think I, I have any memories before having chicken McNuggets, obviously. But when you were talking about us as asshole teenagers, uh, the McDonald's play place. Oh, yeah. You know, that, that was a spot where when we were kids, it was badass for kids, you know, cause they had slides and tubes and, and a, a grimace that you could climb inside of. And it was on giant springs and you could rock around. They had those little like cheeseburger things that were like rocking horses. Yeah. And the ball pit. Yeah. Later on when they, when they retooled it and had the ball pit, man, we got kicked out of those things so many times for being too old and too big, but I love those. I'd still like to go in a ball pit. Yeah. Those things are rad. I think some of my earliest, like teenage like makeout stories have have a ball pit in them like it, it was an easy way to just disappear from your group of friends with somebody annie and i had sex in the ball pit at uh, burger king near the movie theaters gross <laughs> gross on both ends it was closed like no one was there <laughs> like we, you know snuck into the play place and did it so like, oh no shit so there was no, there wasn't like any kids in it at the time yeah well not that we saw thank it, goodness <laughs> they could have been uh abandoned yeah there was somebody hiding there that that was that was different than finding the porno in the bush yeah <laughs> which by the way this has nothing to do with fast food but i was listening to i think it was how did this get made and like they were talking about you know being chill they've probably got 10 years on us they were talking about being children and you know how back then you just had to stumble upon a porno in a bush somewhere or something like that. And I was like, holy fuck, like that's a universal experience. Apparently it was a thing. I can't imagine it happens at all anymore, but it doesn't need to. Yeah. You just Google like, you know, prolapsed anus, sexy foot and come up with a thousand images that'll scar you forever. Gross. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't, I don't think I want to. Um, so Ben, if you were charged with coming up with a fast food restaurant, what would you want to, uh, what, what would be your, your gimmick? Like, what would you want to serve? And like, what would the theme be? This is our, what if, you know, I think I'd go for, uh, I think I'd go for that Indian fast food place. We need that. Oh yeah. Like I, I want some like, you know, decent non-American, you know, food. Hey, nice pun there on accident. Some non-American food. Yeah. That's what I'd call it. Get a non non-American food. <laughs> totally. <laughs> Have a beef vindaloo burger. <laughs> oh boy. I, I want some more variety. I'm it certainly wouldn't be fucking burgers. I think it would be fun 
and this is just because of my personal preference with like science fiction and space and stuff, but I think it would be fun to have like a sci-fi themed one, you know, where we're just, everything's kind of sleek and futuristic looking and the play place could have rockets and shit. And you could get robots to staff it. Yeah. I mean that it would practically be science fiction at that point anyway. Like if you have like a movie that's set in the future, like a blade runner type world and there's robots serving food, like your science fiction right there. Yeah. That would be rad. I'd go there. Yeah. What kind of food would it be like? Soy paste, soylent green. You know, yeah, soy yeah, exactly. Just like like a nutrition paste. Nah, I mean, oh shit. Just pills pop out that taste like hamburgers. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Just shakes. Yeah. It's all just shakes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I. It would probably just be right, or maybe just a bunch of astronaut ice cream. Like that would be the dessert that was served there. Everything's freeze dried. Yeah, it's all MREs. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be fast. You just give them, give them some boiling water. Now, this was something that that uh, that caused us a bit of a uh, turmoil. Ooh, I love turmoil. Well, I don't think we loved it earlier, but let's talk about our uh, our favorite use in pop culture. Oh yeah, because <laughs> yeah, we had the same one. Yes. There, there are times when we when we don't tell each other what it is, and I think there was one time when when you had one that I had chosen, and when you said it, I was just like you motherfucker, like in the moment, and I had to come up with something on, on the fly. But I, for some reason, I asked Ben, and he had the same one, and I don't know why, but my reaction was just to say like, nope, like th- this one's mine. Called it, pick a new one, and I feel like kind of an asshole because I I did have a backup, but it sounds like you came up with something. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy with mine. All right, let's hear it. Let's do yours first, because uh, it was the one that we both came to originally. Yeah, so it's probably the obvious one for anybody who who's thinking about, I mean, because I always go to movies. It, that's just where my brain goes with pop culture. So, of course, it is the legendary scene at, oh, shit, I wish I knew the name of the restaurant in the it's movie. Whammy Burger? That does sound right. Oh, Something yeah, like totally. That? No, that, yeah, yeah. Because he wanted some whammy fries, I feel like. Something like that, yeah. It's really really your favorite, huh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that movie, th- this movie is not a, a super repeat watcher. It's not as charming as Goonies, but it is the 1990-something classic, in my opinion, Falling Down. Yeah. Directed by Joel Schumacher, R.I.P. Oh, just passed away. Yeah. I didn't know he directed that. Yeah, I mean, he's done some really great movies. It's not just Batman and Robin and Lost Boys. One of those is a great movie. Well, yeah, sorry. I was saying he, he has done some great <laughs> movies outside of the only ones you know by him. Yeah. So in this movie, um, if you haven't seen it, please go and do it. Um, it it's, it's the story of uh, one day in a man's life where he has finally had too much. He's put up with too much shit and he cracks. Um, and he strolls through L.A. encountering people that are really shitty and he is not putting up with shit. But it, I mean, he's also like he's not just like Mr. Violent Man. Like he's not just like, you know, Sylvester Stallone is going to fuck all these guys up. Like he's just trying to get across the city to get to his daughter for her birthday. But and just and life keeps shitting on him and he's fucking done being shat upon. Yep. And he ends up with this uh, with this bag of guns that he picks up from uh, from some gang members that that try to fuck with him. And he goes in to get some fast food and he wants some breakfast. Yeah, he wants some breakfast. And it's like four minutes past that. Now, it, it may even be a little bit. It may be even a little bit more than that, but it's still 
Like, like it's, it's enough time to where he doesn't get breakfast. Like it's not, it's not like two minutes past. I think it's, I think it's the most, for me, it's the most relatable scene in that movie. Cause I've been there where like, yes. I just want some fucking breakfast and you go into McDonald's at, uh, at 10 45 and they say, sorry, breakfast ends at 10 30. Yeah. We can't do it and we won't. So Michael Douglas, you know, he, th- this is too much for him. He's already, he's already cracked. So he pulls out a fucking Uzi from the uh from the thing and and like he's he's still not like mr like motherfucker give me some fucking breakfast like gun in the face like the gun at one point like goes off accidentally and and he's it's it's like he's just trying to reason with them like i just want some breakfast like please like, like you, i know you, you can make it yes it's, it, it's all still right there yeah you can make it and like the manager comes out and he's like Oh, before the gun comes out, manager comes out. And he's like that obnoxious, like Mr. Smiley man. Well, I'm sorry. You can't have it. <laughs> and then that's when he pulls out the gun and, um, and then they make him his breakfast. And then we run into another, another, uh, situation. Oh wait. Oh no, that's right. They don't make him the breakfast. He, he, gets, he decides he, like, he wants a burger. He instead. gets the floppy, shitty, flat piece of shit burger. And, and that's something that, that we, uh, that we can all relate to is that like, you know, he, he looks at the picture and he's like, I want what's in the picture because you know, that, that shit's all fake, you know? Like, Oh yeah. And, and so those pictures always look pristine. They're plump, they're tall, they're stacked. They're beautiful. Made of wax. Yeah. And, and, uh, you know, he, he's understandably pissed that, that what he gets is a little piece of shit. And that like equates to, the degradation of society to him like he even like equates it to that you know and that is hands down my favorite scene in a in a fast food restaurant in in any movie so that's got to be my favorite use i mean i've never seen good burger i know people like good burger yeah i mean i saw the sketches when it was on what all that was that what that show was called i don't know i i I didn't have nickelodeon so some of that stuff slipped right by me yeah but i never saw the movie I didn't think about it before now, but similar scene. I which it's the Adam Sandler movie where he's got the kid, Big Daddy, Big Daddy, yeah, where he goes in and I remember seeing that when he goes in. You know, it's it, he thinks it ends at eleven, but it ends at ten thirty. And I've had that experience so many times. <laughs> yeah, like, no, it, it, it fucking ends at eleven, doesn't it? Like, nope, ten thirty, like bullshit. Yeah, like they're yeah. trying to gaslight me or something. <laughs> like, yeah, for him shit, it was man. like it was like 10:58. So he's like, "Yeah, we made, we made it, it on yeah. time." I've, I have done that before. <laughs> like, it was fucking maddening. Yeah. Why 10:30? Yeah, motherfuckers. Make it till noon. Make it all day. Oh no. All right. So what you got? So for mine, um it's something that came out and it was it was a marketing ploy that came out um god, I want to say last year maybe. And, uh, I, uh, still have not had a chance to play it. So it's kind of odd to be my favorite use in pop culture when I haven't actually experienced it, but, uh, I read the whole thing. Uh, Wendy's came out with a tabletop RPG based on Wendy's and fast food, um, called Feast of Legends. What the fuck? Yeah. And it it was kind of loosely based on fifth edition Dungeons and Dragons, as the heroes, you're, you know, fighting for the kingdom and like there's a wicked, you know, ice clown who freezes things because, you know, McDonald's uses yep. frozen patties <laughs> and an insane king that <laughs> like it's just it's filled with fucking jabs. That's pretty. Every other one of their fucking competitors. Yeah, I like that. And it fucking and it, like it's solid marketing material. But not only that, like you look at it like it's it's a passable game system. 
Like you, it, it, it is a fully playable game. It's got, uh, you know, like a small beastery in the back for like, you know, hamburger monsters and tomato monsters and shit. <laughs> and, uh, and it has like a campaign plot. Like it's, you know, this is what you're doing. This is where you go. You see, you, you meet the ice clown and, uh, this is what, this is what he's got. <laughs> and it's, and it, it was just, they put a lot of thought into it. They weren't just like, you know, what D and D's cool right now. Let's put out some piece of trash. Yeah. Like the, uh, like that Burger King sneak King, yeah. uh, Xbox 360 game. Yep. That I was have like, that. let's shit something out. Yeah. And it was garbage. I think that, I think over at your place was the only, the only place I ever played it with that creepy fucking King. Yeah. That mask was scary. Yep. In the, in the commercials. So yeah, I, I like, I really appreciated that they put some serious time into it and they, you know, they, they hired someone with some thought to, to make a game system that, lo- you know, looks like it would actually work and, uh, and had the marketing team involved to actually put some funny jabs and shit in. And Wendy's got, has a decent fucking like Twitter. Like they fucking poke fun at, uh, all their competitors all the time. That's good. I would expect that from Jack in the Box, too, yeah. just based on the cleverness of their commercials. They, they impressed me with that. It was cool. And I still want to play it. So if anyone out there wants to play the Wendy's uh, Feast of Legends RPG with me, fucking shoot me a line on Twitter. I'm down to play it. I'm totally down to fucking do a one shot one of these weekends. Uh, we can record it, put it out as a bonus episode. Yeah. <laughs> fucking do something. I, I think it would be a, a fun little game to play. Yeah. Well, it's it's been a while, but I do have a list tonight. Oh, look at you, listing it up. It's not exactly ranked for the reason that I haven't actually tried these things. So my list tonight, uh, just doing some research, and I think, let me see. Got to figure out how to do an audible raised eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Oh, intriguing. <laughs> uh, my list is the wackiest failed fast food items. Oh, granted, I'm sure it, doing more research that it could be a much longer list. We don't need that. <laughs> so I've got six items here on the on the wackiest failed fast food items. Um, of course, McDonald's had a, a couple um, honorable mentions like the Arch Deluxe. Do you remember that thing? I remember the fancy. name. It was a fancy burger for the uh, for the more sophisticated palate. It had pepper bacon and uh, fancy sauces and shit. And of course, if you're going to McDonald's, that's that's not what you want. No, but they did that whole McCafe thing where you go there to get fancy <laughs> coffee and shit. I remember they did like the they remodeled a bunch of the a bunch of the restaurants to like look all fucking fancy pants. Yeah, and Starbucksy. Yeah, and like you know, this is not what we're here for. You no. guys, what what are you trying to do? Put that fucking play place back in here. Yeah, you're not going to compete with fucking Starbucks. And there there was also uh, the McDLT. Do you remember that guy? Uh, dick lettuce and tomato. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, I'm not sure what the what the DLT stood for. Donald's, but Donald's <laughs> lettuce tomato. Yeah, because it, it it came in a styrofoam pack where the burger and the bun were on one side, and then like, or no, sorry, the bottom bun and the burger and cheese maybe were on one side, and on the other side was all your produce and the top bun, and it was designed to keep the hot stuff hot and the cold stuff cold, and then you put it together. I remember that. Yeah, I never, I never had it. No, because I, w- I mean, it wouldn't have been bad. I would have just thrown the produce away and, yeah. and, and ate, the, ate the burger. <laughs> just give me give me a top bun that is not hot. <laughs> I don't know. Um, okay. So some of the wacky shit that's out there is the McDonald's hula burger. What, is, what does that mean to you? Uh, it's got pineapple on it. It sure does. Guess what it doesn't have? Burger? Correct. It is a 
thick slice of pineapple and two slices of cheese on a bun. What? No. <laughs> I know. I was, I was fucking flabbergasted when I saw this shit. I mean, I've had I've had like a Hawaiian burger with a slice of pineapple on it. Yeah. And I like that. Yeah. And like teriyaki chicken sandwiches. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But uh, without any meat, like. I don't think I want to put cheese on my pineapple. Yeah, it seems really bizarre. I, I mean, I kind of want to try it. I mean, the, the Twinkie Wiener sandwich was tasty. So it's true. You can't doubt anything. Um, let's see. McDonald's. I mean, there's a lot of McDonald's on here. Um, they also, uh, for a while, I think it was in the early 80s, served onion nuggets. That actually sounds good. Breaded deep fried onion nuggets. I mean, it's kind of like an onion ring, but a nugget, right? Wow, for some reason, when I saw that, I was just like, what a stupid fucking idea. I didn't even think about onion rings and how good they are. Yeah, onion rings are fucking delicious. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I think I would have an issue if it was like a pearl onion, like like that much onion in there. Oh, that'd be fucking good. Oh, I, I like can't handle that. I, I like my onions to be accents or or at least like strips. Oh, no, I, I hated onions when I was a kid, but uh, I'll I'll just eat you know, rings of red onion now just by Ooh. themselves. They're Ooh. so good. Nah, can't do the raw onion yet. This is a twofer here. And I, I'd heard about this in, um, you know what? Honestly, like if people want to want to find out some more about this stuff, go onto YouTube and find, uh, or look up the channel mashed. They've got lots of listicles and shit, like the kind of stuff you hate, but they've got, they've got some that are just like, you know, the, this sort of thing, like wacky fast food items or, or failed shit or just stories behind them. Like when I was on there earlier, I was like, fuck, man, I wish I would have done more research and just watched a bunch of stories behind these restaurants. Fucking hate listicles. It's, and it's not all listicles. Like sometimes it's just like, you know, the shit that McDonald's doesn't want you to know about their food or like the story behind hometown buffet. Clickbait. <laughs> I mean, but it's interesting content and it's well produced. It's interesting. Yeah, sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's more documentary than listicle on those. You know, if it's, yeah, I get it. If it's like top 10 stupidest McDonald's jingles. Um, okay. But McDonald's at different times once had a McPizza. Is it like a burger that's like a pizza or is it just a pizza? It's a pizza, but it would take like 15 minutes to make. So yeah, it doesn't seem to fit with the, what they got going there. Yeah. And the other one, I wish to glog i could experience this this is another when we have a time machine thing mix spaghetti what yep they served mix spaghetti did it just have ketchup instead of marinara sauce i don't know it did have like <laughs> like a spaghetti sauce i'm not sure if it had meatballs or not but i i think it was it was mostly aimed at kids i would imagine but it's, yeah. just, it's just noodles with ketchup and chopped up hamburger. It's it's spaghetti. <laughs> it was it's really bizarre to think to think that McDonald's did spaghetti. It was called Mick Spaghetti. Mick Spaghetti. Oh, they they lost it. It should have been Mick Spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> totally even way back. Um, all right, now we're gonna take it easy on McDonald's. Now, um, let's see this this one's a legendary one from the more, from the more recent past. There was the Halloween Whopper. It had a black bun. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Did you ever have one? Uh, no, but I remember seeing it. And I mean, I assume it was just a regular bun dyed black, right? It was like an A1 steak sauce burger, but there, it was something in the A1 that they would put into the bun. It was like the bun was infused with A1. Oh, but, so it had flavor. Yeah, but, but, it, but it was a black bun and it apparently turned your shit green, like grass green. 
Oh, cool. <laughs> a lot of people didn't think it was cool. I think that's awesome. Like, I, don't, I don't eat enough things that change the color of my turds. The consistency, but not the color. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, Taco Bell. Um, there was a that trend a little while back where people were putting like powdered carbon in their food because it cleanses you or some shit. Oh, yeah. And w- weren't they doing like charcoal infused things? Yeah. To, yeah. Like, have you ever drank that like charcoal stuff that you got to drink before before certain medical procedures no and stuff uh it's fucking gross man this stuff is not fucking good at all fucking hipsters um let's see okay we're getting we're getting down to the final two here kfc at one point in time i don't know what the time was but they had a cheese top burger just a hamburger well that's what it sounds like right like a like a cheeseburger yeah what it was was a hamburger a piece of meat between two bun or you know in a bun with a piece of melted cheese on top of the top bun. Just for inconvenience sake. <laughs> I have no clue how in the world that got made. I saw a picture of it. <laughs> it's pretty fucking wild. There's just a slice of American cheese melted on top of the bun. It's like, how the fuck do you hold that thing? Or when you bite into it, the cheese just gets stuck to the roof of your mouth? Like KFC's, they had that fucking uh, chicken bun thing. Where yeah, the, the double down. Yeah. Where, yeah. Did you I ever have one of those? Never tried it. I had one. It was uh, intense. It came along when I was in the middle of my my no fast food. Oh, they were just trying to pull you back. Yeah, they they failed, motherfuckers. I I imagine that was a lot. Yeah, it was okay, but it was uh it was rich and dense and did not make you feel great afterwards. Yeah, t- so it was two pieces of fried chicken with what bacon and cheese and sauce in the middle of it. Yeah, fuck. It wasn't bad, but it, like it wasn't something that like I was like I'm gonna get this all the time. Yeah, yeah, it's not a light meal. And then the last one on the list, I saved this one for the end because this one was actually my favorite. Uh, the, I would love to try this, but it, it just, it sounded funny too. It was the Taco Bell beefer. I, I get Taco Bell beefers every time I get Taco <laughs> Bell. <laughs> so this was Taco Bell's attempt at the burger market. It was essentially a taco, but on a bun. So their meat was just there in, in lieu of a patty. And then it had like shredded lettuce and cheese on a bun. Could have been good. Almost like a sloppy joe. Yes. I, I imagine it was exactly like a sloppy joe. It's, like it's like a less sloppy joe. Yeah. But I love that name, the Taco Bell beefer. That made me happy. Taco Bell's had some wacky shit. I mean, the it, it's not a f- failure, but the fucking Doritos. Doritos logo Locos? Shit. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, that's pretty crazy. I feel like I've had one of the original ones, but I'm not certain. Like they did that naked egg taco thing where like the egg was the taco shell. Oh, yeah, yeah. That breakfast item. That's right. Like like the omelet taco or No, that's not what it was. But oh. Yeah. oh, it was a naked something. Yeah. Taco Bell does some crazy shit. But uh, I guess when you're willing to eat Taco Bell, you're willing to whatever. Yeah. They, sure. Why not? They had the uh, like the waffle taco, like the waffle oh, yeah. breakfast taco that a lot of people said great things about. I never had a chance to I try it. I never tried it either. But I remember seeing it. Taco Bell is one of those things where, like, I see their breakfast, seen a few of their breakfast, thing, and I'm like, oh, that looks interesting, but I never think about actually going. There was that one time where we went to go try and get Taco Bell breakfast, and we went to the one by the movie theaters, and they didn't have it, and we had to go out to the one in fucking Rancho. When did we do this? It was like a year ago, maybe. Oh shit! Oh wait, that's right. Yeah, you were helping me with something, was and and we were out there. We were on our way to go somewhere. Yeah probably you helping me move some piece of furniture somewhere i imagine yeah but we had to go to two taco bells to find breakfast that's right yeah and they've they've got a breakfast crunch wrap that i remember being good but it's been a long time since i had it i mean eggs meat cheese you know uh, carbohydrate is a solid combo like, yeah it, it's that's a hard one to fuck up 
Yeah. Whatever combination you want to put it in, I'm probably going to like it. Yeah, that's that's fair. Throw on a potato breakfast and a tortilla. Mm. Um, so that's my list. And it was fun. I'm glad I did it. Woo. But now you've been educated on mixed spaghetti. Um, so that leaves us with wrapping up here. Do you have a, uh, a one word review for fast food? Um, you know what? I'm probably going to go with uh... probably or you are. You're like, I might go with this word. Yeah. And when, when you're all done explaining it, you're like, no, but I'm actually, actually going to go. That was a dumb idea. I'm going to go with something else. Now, um, you know, I think I'm going to go with addictive, but not in a bad way. Okay. Like I, like I said, I eat a lot of fast food and I definitely find myself craving it. Like, like when you go for a while without it, like you said, you, it, it kind of fades and then you maybe don't feel that great when you eat it. But like my body is hardened against the garbage I put in it. <laughs> And I find myself craving it. And, and you know what? I I like fast food. I eat it, like I said, four times a week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know it's terrible for me and it's probably going to kill me, but uh, it's fucking tasty and uh, I want it. And um, you know what? Fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the exact words that I was thinking of. I was like, yeah. I was like I'll just say fuck you. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't care. You judge me. I, whatever. This shit's fucking tasty. It's uh, greasy and uh, fatty and meaty and um, artery cloggy, but uh, I don't care. It, it's uh, it's good. I like it. <laughs> there it is. And uh, that's that's my thoughts on fast food. Um, I probably should eat less of it and do more exercising, and uh, I'm not gonna. No. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Yeah. So, Again, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> eat shit if you don't like it <laughs> um my word similarly is is one that's negative but i don't mean it in a negative way uh mine is is overindulgent yeah because there there have been times in my life where i mean i would i would put your fast food consumption to shame like i would eat two fast food meals in one fucking night and that would be three times a week mm-hmm. that, that's a lot of fast food I mean, I would do the same thing. Like, I remember when I was playing Final Fantasy XI hardcore, I'd go to A&W and I had all these coupons that my mom got from somewhere for like, buy a bacon cheeseburger meal, get another bacon cheeseburger meal free. And I would get both of them. I was living somewhere else, but my parents had like a little pool house in their backyard. Yeah. And I had my PlayStation set up there and I would go in there and I would eat one while playing the game, play the game for six hours and eat one at the end. That's right. Yeah. And, and, you know, even though, like you were saying, like, like it's, it's fatty, it's unhealthy, whatever, you know, to, to me, it's overindulgent, but in a good way, because, you know, like, like every once in a while, you just, you need something fatty and greasy and available. It's called a hangover. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> you know, I don't, there, there are times when I don't want to go to the store and go shopping to buy ingredients to then cook into food and then clean up afterwards. Fuck that. Like, I mean, I don't mind doing it for the most part, but every once in a while, I I just, I just want a fucking burger. I just want some chicken McNuggets and I can't get those at home and I'm willing to indulge and I know what it does to me because I know it right now. I feel like, I feel like fucking trash, but I don't regret it one bit. I was happy to overindulge today. And you'll I'll, do it again. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm now, now that my stomach's not so full, I'm like, hey, once we're done recording, like, let's, yeah. like, what, what have I missed today that I, that I need to get? <laughs> you know, maybe some, some soft serve. Oh, shit. We didn't talk about desserts. Well, we'll leave that for another episode. Yeah. Then. 
I like McDonald's soft serve. Bam. But yeah, it, there, there is no escaping the fact that it is overindulgent. Especially with the portion sizes they have now. Yeah. It's just nuts how big everything's gotten. I mean, I could get a four-piece Chicken McNugget Happy Meal, but fuck that. I want, I want 20 pieces, and I may eat, a, eat them all in one sitting. I may eat 10 right now, but I'll probably steal like an 11th if I'm, if I'm, uh, if I'm making myself wait to eat the rest. You know, I'm like, fine, I'll fucking, uh, I can wait a little bit, but I don't want to. My kids have learned to eat quick because, like, I'll get my meal, and, and if I finish and they haven't finished their nuggets, one's, I'm, I'm taking one. Yeah. Coming my way. That's fun when I go out to In-N-Out with the kid and like, I'll eat my burger and she's not done. And she, she generally doesn't finish anyway, but I'll just be like, Hey, Hey, let me, let me get a little bite of that burger, please, please. (laughs) It's just like, ah, fine. (laughs) But you know, I won't, I won't just straight up kill her burger and not let her eat. But you know, I don't mind taking a little nibble just as a little bonus. Dad tax. I'm the family garbage disposal. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think I've stolen food from your kids, too. Yeah, whatever's left, it goes down my gullet. All right. Well, thank you, folks, for joining us as we had it our way. I hope you're loving it. If you want to let us know how we did today, please, please, for the love of everything that's good and holy, shoot us a a message at uh, email at geeksplorationpodcast.com or find us on the social medias. Facebook Geek Exploration the podcast page, Instagram Geek Exploration podcast, and Twitter at Geek Explore Pod. And uh, if you enjoyed today's episode, uh, go on by uh, Podchaser Apple Podcast and give us a five uh, fries dipped in the frosty review. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, we we really appreciate that. We love getting reviews from you guys. It's awesome. We uh, we still got merch available at shop.geeksplorationpodcast.com and uh, our theme song. It's Cruising for Goblins by Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. Until next time. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, I'm eating it. <laughs>